This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, a Bryce Cartwright called upon to remove another unwanted youngster after Cleary shines in the absence of Matt Moylan. Sean Johnson out for the Warriors, giving Kieran Foran full responsibility of a group of youngsters. That'll end well. Across New South Wales, kids work hard to make their origin dreams come true, drinking on a school night and telling their parents that they won't be starting on the bench. Plus, we look back at all the action from round 19 of the 2017 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 264 of This Week in League, I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, bud? I'm in a surprisingly good mood. Why surprisingly, though? You're always in a good mood. Yeah, I'm generally in a good mood. Have you ever been in such a good mood that you surprise yourself with how good a mood you're in? Not for a while. And I don't I don't know why this is. <laughs> Not in the Barrett era. This could be a, this could be a, this this could be like some sort of uh, like precursor or something like to no, stroke condition or I'm, something pressing against a gland or something. Look, it probably is. <laughs> Tumor maybe. I've had an absolute cunt of a week. Yeah. But You've the, bounced out the other side though, all fucking unicorn dust and I don't, I got no idea. Maybe it's because I got the fucking boxes of hoodies and shit out of my house but I was on the way yeah, here out of the house into my house I've got my dining table I fucking my, my dining table's out of commission until these fucking stickers turn up because I, literally it's just stacked into like sorted bagged yeah. memberships it's a health and, and safety all, risk and all it's waiting on is these fucking stickers to just go slot yeah. and then take them down the, the post office but, so um, but, but on the way here every song that came on my shuffle was you know as the kids say a banger Oh, okay. So they weren't like happy songs; they were just ones that you enjoyed. Just fucking great songs. But you know what? For I example, do you know? Well, "Stairway to Heaven" was on. Okay. And the, but you know when I realised I What's was that? in a good mood and didn't know why. When fucking Smash Mouth came on, <sighs> and like I started like which one? Like All Star. Oh, fuck, hang on. What's no. So, <laughs> no, no, not. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when I sort of... I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's definitely a tumour pressing against something, something, something that shouldn't be. <laughs> that's how good Nathan Cleary's performance oh, was. Rest, rest in peace, uh, stepdad. <laughs> it's terminal, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> welcome to new listeners. Um... We've got a couple of newbies raised their head. Uh, Harry underscore Hillis, H-I-L-L-I-S. Uh, cheers, boys. New listener. Love the show, mainly because the cuntness feeling for Mitch Pierce is mutual. And he's got hashtag no underscores, except your name does have an underscore. You fuck. <laughs> <sighs> this is like... Oh, just the exasperation. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Laurie Daly at the moment. Like just, when he looks at Fafita and... <laughs> No. <laughs> no it's like, the fuck. Well, actually, no, he, just, he doesn't seem to care. He's, yeah. he's weak. As, he's a fucking if weak. If you felt piss. like Laurie Daly when he looks at Fafita, you would, you know, probably be bending pitching over and presenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that pitching a ten involves some sort of dominance. That's no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, maybe. maybe I mean, like. 
given the commitment that, that Fafita no. shows to his mates and, you know, with the armbands, I mean, are you saying that he wouldn't have the courtesy to give Laurie a reach around? No, I am saying that Laurie Daly is that much of a subservient cuck. Oh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even allow know, a reach around to happen. You know that you could bend him over and plough him and he would just remain courteously flaccid throughout. <laughs> So as to so as to preserve the illusion that it is not a male. Oh, no, you know, if you're fucking Laurie Daly in the arts, you, you know what you're in for. And let's be but. real, like Andrew, Andrew Fafita, he he would give the laziest fucking reach arounds ever. Like. Yeah. He's like if if he could even be fucking bothered. <laughs> He'd have, like, one good performance on a special night. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of your relationship would be fucking nothing. You said welcome to the new listeners yet? <laughs> Halfway through. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Josh underscore Gunton one. The, uh, the first of the illustrious Twitter army of Josh Guntons. Wow. I believe. <clears throat> Hey guys, new listener. Kind of disappointed that it's run by a Mongli supporter and a Panther, but Penrith won't make the eight. Off on the right foot then. Now, have, have we have we established no, no. whose team Josh no, One is? I, look, I, I want to say Parramatta. Just, for, just, just because he's well, a hang, cunt. That, that would explain why this fucking Nufty has come out and named himself Josh Whatever 1 because if somebody's already got Josh Whatever yep. you're actually Josh Whatever 2 fuckhead welcome Josh <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone get around Josh on Twitter as well um, and I'm you know it's, it's unfortunate that uh, that a, a Manly supporter um, and a Penrith supporter run the show but uh, alas you guys will not make the 8 whoever your team is won't make the 8 unless you have the storm then, then, you then, make, then, then you probably make the eight. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> you won't go far, but you make the eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Oz Dingo Dan sent us a tweet earlier today. I retweeted it. He said, I'm Sydney City based and chasing some Gronks to watch the league with. Can you recommend any Twill Nation lads? So, Oz Dingo Dan, my suggestion would be to uh, put it out there with you know, which games you're looking at going to. I mean, but anyone anyone who's going out to, you know, pub or whatever to watch games weekend, uh, a-U-S-D-I-N-G-O, Dan. Hit him up and um, you never know. Mm. You might end up getting a, a more considerate lover than Laurie Daly apparently has. Don't take babies with you to the football. Don't take babies to the football? We'll just dingo in his name. Yeah, oh, that's true. Well, yeah, Twill Nation, don't bring your babies if you do, don't <laughs> yeah. you? I mean, yeah, potentially his own babies are probably safe around him. You would assume. You would assume. They're pups. Yeah. Exactly, and I, and I don't know. I don't know. Fuck about dingoes. <laughs> I imagine if they're hungry enough, <laughs> they eat their own babies. The real Cambo '96. Dugs and Ferg went out in the piss during Origin camp. Am I the only one who's relieved that no innocent girls were fingered? I think everyone's relieved. I think well, everyone is relieved. We'll talk about that though. Don't worry. Um, Giannis underscore Mateus. He put a poll up. Said if Avar and Ferguson are drowning. So I guess it's a women in league themed poll. Yes. If Arvar and Ferguson are drowning and you can only save one, what savoury biscuit do you eat? And the three options he presented were chicken drumstick, which is actually meat. It's not 
<laughs> it's not a chicken creepy. It's not a Dixie drumstick. It's chicken drumstick. As far as I understand, it's either a weird fucking ice cream cone flavor, or or it's actually a piece of chicken. Mm. Yes. Uh, the second option, pizza, pizza shapes, I presume, and uh, the third option, barbecue shapes. Now, he's had fifty-seven votes at the time when I looked at it, which was um, I don't know, it must have been probably three or four hours ago. And uh, barbecue on top, 39%. Chicken drumstick, 35% second. So I don't know if he's grabbed the Dixie drumstick and chicken creepy guys and combined them or, you know, in some unholy fucking mass. And uh, at, at the risk of sounding like a terrible character from To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. those two should never be together, sir. <laughs> and uh, 26% for pizza. At least pizza's in its rightful place, provided... We need clarification. I think it's a very ambiguous and misleading poll, but with the right result, nevertheless. E underscore rascals. My kid who supports Para wants the Tigers to win because the Tigers never win and Para need to share. Quote. Time for some home truths. I think you should eat half of your kid's dessert for the next six months and every night say to them you wanted people to share. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Sherry. <laughs> He goes, oh, <laughs> Santa brings you some Lego. He's like, I'm building, I'm building half this, I'm building half this Lego. And Sorry, you like to share. For every minute your kid's awake, yeah. play nothing but turn back time. <laughs> you fucking love share so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you know what the end result would be? You would get like he'd come out the other end as Kieran Foran. <laughs> Uh, and that's the story of how Kieran was made. Um, I'm Tim McIntyre underscore. He said, he's going on a booze ban until grand final day at the This Week in League meetup. Just kidding. That's a shit joke for a stand-up comedian. Fuck. And everyone knows that the booze bans don't work. They actually, like, destroy your piss fitness. If anything, you want to start tapering. It's, it's not a ban, it's called a tape. You want, to, you want to start with, like, you know, a beverage a day for a little while, ramp it up yeah. to two the next week. And how many weeks out are we, like... 10 say something like that for argument's sake so you want like start week one a drink a day week yep. two two drinks a day week three three drinks a day or, until you're tapering up and then you're at that 10 drink sort of pace which is kind of par see I, I <clears> left <throat> it too late last year so a week out I just started injecting vodka into my eyeballs it was like yeah. high altitude training <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't n- save me yeah you were right Nathan Sully 89 said um Replying to uh, this, and this is it's going to come back. People going nuts about the beer, the the, the beer thing. There's a lot of polarizing opinions on it. He's like, yeah, Fergo's a convicted sex offender, but sure, having a few beers on his day off—that's where the line is. Yeah. More later, Ma mm. underscore Aaron. The standard of refereeing lately has been so poor that Billy Slater turned up, fed it, and posted on social media that he had. Boom, ching. That's actually quite clever. Yeah. See, that's t- take notes, Timmy McIntyre. Mm. Rishay underscore Rishi. Basking in the glow of the undefeated Asterisk Still Alive game on Friday, I bought a Blues jersey on Sunday. Madness or insanity? Both. As I said at the time, I, yeah. th- I think neither. I think You know what? I think that's just savvy buying. <laughs> buying at the absolute pit of the market when, when, when no one ain't buying that shit. <laughs> You're right. When supply is zero and demand is 100. <laughs> <laughs> you buy low. <laughs> And sure, yeah. Why, why not? Yeah, I think you're a, you're a savvy shopper. Although there's probably some poor, both figuratively and literally, smartass economy student that's 
economic student from nine years ago. <laughs> I'll buy some Blues jerseys and sell them next year after they win. <laughs> what I want to know is if there's series victory shirts in Africa somewhere. Oh, there would be. Yeah. Okay. Um, two stories here with old, uh, old uh, the artist formerly known as King Levius. <sighs> After foolishly taking you on in a bet around the results of this game, he decided that you would be able to dictate no, what his Twitter it, handle it was. it wasn't even a bet. The silly fuck didn't even say, how about a Twitter name bet? He just flat out said, if the Panthers beat the Warriors, <laughs> you can pick my Twitter oh, name. you got to love those 0% <laughs> risk. <laughs> so so the, uh, the, the name is uh, at underscore Cleary's bitch underscore. Hmm. And and how long does he say is this for the season or what's the rest doing? of the year? So until so until New Year's or the rest of the rugby league season, the grand final day or is it the end? Of the, yeah, we'll see how he behaves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the fact the Titans can pass us on the ladder next week makes me want to hashtag thrun throw up in my mouth. <laughs> Nathan Tully eighty nine. Cheddar, barbecue, cheddar, and cheddar again are the Mount Rushmore of shapes. The rest are pretenders. That's just incredibly factually incorrect. Uh, like, Do you mean Mount Rushmore as in it's a pile of something that's in a piece of shit location ruled over by a cockhead? Because <laughs> if, if that's what you're going for... Then I'm with you, 100%. You can, you can enjoy your, your empire of shit snack biscuits. Yeah. Cobra Burgers, they said, oh, my wife just tried shapes for the first time. Her verdict, pizza greater than barbecue, but cheddar greater than pizza. See, she's, oh. she's, she's, she's all kinds of fucked up. Um, she's a, she, your wife is a lovely, <laughs> a lovely lady, but her taste buds are fucking broken. Yeah. Irreparably. Give her the crimpies. Just give her the crimpies. I see. I didn't even give her the crown. I mean, like, how are you going to do it properly if you know you're going to give her, you know, exactly. a, the whole spectrum? You know, ones that aren't too aren't too bad though for a change. Mm-hmm. The cheese and bacon ones aren't too bad. Whatever they are, really? Yeah, never yeah. tried them. Yeah, they're all right. Super Grover Four. Maintain the rage, not just for <laughs> not just for barbecues. It's referring to barbecue shapes, not just for barbecues, but also a delightfully savoury breakfast in the car in peak hour traffic. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. That's Tripper. right. Little Buffalo. Uh, <coughs> listening to you guys break down the two Manly Panthers games could have saved half an hour if you watched the same game. Here we've got Dominic, who's uh, N-D-E-R-S-C-R. Doesn't roll off the tongue, I'll, I'll be honest. Indescur. Indescur. No, ex- no way excusing Pierce not changing his game. The forwards laid no platform. Not convinced any New South Wales half could fix that. Tries conceded by fingers this series equals six. Mathematically cost us a clean sweep. Well, I guess, but mathematically... I, I don't think we hid the fact that we were, we were, Ferguson we, was... We put about five minutes. We put about five minutes on the forwards though before we got to Pierce. Um, yeah. Pierce was definitely the main course of the meal. Yeah, <laughs> However... There was there was a, a, a very there was a, a very tapper selection. But if, of, if you of go across all all games, yep. you find what the fuck was Ferguson doing wherever, wherever he was at whatever yep. moment it was. Yep. That fucked up royally. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, Ferguson to never play again. Twenty five meters in from touch. <laughs> inside inside of Dugan, <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, 
Yeah. No, look, I agree with you. Um, and it was funny, we were talking about, you know, things that a half could do to try and turn things around. Uh, and we got to see it twice on the weekend, I, I was the, just, this weekend alone. We got yeah, to see it two I, was, times. I was just about to say that there are a couple of things that a half can do yeah. behind a poorly performing pack. Yep, yep. Um, that won't necessarily turn a game or win a game every time, but fuck, it's better than doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, Cherry Evans did, whipped out one of the, 20, the 40 20s as I was using as an example. Resulted immediately in a try, and fucking Aiden Caesar did, did, did it and uh, yep. and won literally won the game for them because it got them on the on on the attacking set, which uh, mm. they scored the winning try. Yep. More on that later. Uh, it's Mutsy after he broke out the yabby pump. Holy crap, mate! It's like I know what he, you're the only one, dude. So I just went, just slid through. Just uh, oh, on the I down on the look, down low. I don't think it slid through, right? <laughs> you know how with your kids, yeah. when they're at that beautifully innocent age. Yeah. That they don't swear at all. <laughs> and then they say crap. Yeah. Like that, oh, my, oh, uh, uh, uh. A couple of years, they're, they're dropping the odd shit. <laughs> you don't care? That's basically where <laughs> the listeners are at the moment. <laughs> uh, Andrew Lars, can the next episode be called This Week in Cleary's Chin? No. Sorry. At highway underscore. Nate sounds like he's re- reviewing an East game for Penrith vs Manly. <laughs> and then he followed up with another one and said, uh, can we just name the entire Penrith team for next year's origin and get it over with so stepdad can stop being so salty? Comments? Oh, sorry, I was just remembering Scotty Sattler in 2003. Who, who was that again? I forget, man. I, yeah. I can't remember what happened last week. Barely. Yeah. Fuck, that was glorious. Back then. Just humbled that whole fucking whole team. Just they've never been the same. It was lucky though that the, that the player that ended up with the ball in space was the slowest wing ever to play the game. Essentially, yeah, but you know, still grand final winning magnificence. Yeah, but um, yeah, look, you know, if the entire Penrith Panthers team was named, then. Look, the scores probably would have been similar, but at least we'd have something to blame it on. <laughs> <laughs> Douchey Baggerson. In the car, just listening to Nate do his best. I'm not refs folding, but... Hashtag, <laughs> I'm not racist, but... <laughs> I've got loads of friends that are referees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking hate, I hate referees. I was just I was only saying it today when... <coughs> fucking clown David Manson who uh, he wasn't an NRL referee he was in the uh, you know, he was in the 90s I think mm. he was refer- in the 90s towards the 2000s mm. he was refereeing in the um, ARL and fucking school one day he uh, a school in a school game one day he fucking said that I stepped on over the dead ball line before grounding the ball I fucking hate that cunt never like that ball motherfucker and that, that's turned me off referees <laughs> I think <laughs> Ben Dunn 43 Says he has a solution to last week's uh, question on asking that about the the differing prices for for the Dirty Bird in Newcastle yes. for the combos on the on the uh, yeah on the uh, on the scoreboard when the when the video referee decision's coming back. Apparently, he's uh, got a mate whose missus is a manager at KFC, and it revolves. He said it revolves, or she said it revolves around the drink size that uh, they they use the stumpy cans. Um, everywhere else, but they have normal sized cans in Newcastle. But in the interest of in the interest of uh, research, yeah, went down and had some KFC yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on like Tuesday or Monday, and it's full size can for us too. So that's that's not 
It's not the. I don't think. Is it's it the case. same price then? Because I, th- I think that like when they put those thing like those disclaimers there, it has to be because there's some for some reason there's a difference in yeah, price. Yeah, they're, they're looking to stop the cunts of the world. Like if they're yeah. advertising this box for seven ninety five, do you price match? Because fucking cans KFC yeah. sells at fifty cents cheaper. Well, you know, if you're going in there and yeah. you go, oh yeah, that's that box I saw when they were doing the fucking video ref. Yeah. Advertising yeah. works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have one of those. Thanks. Yeah. You're not going. Well, fuck it. Said on the TV that it was eight ninety five, and here it's nine twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So. So so with the, the so so the the gist of this is that that everywhere else uses stumpy cans. Newcastle uses full size cans. Therefore, Newcastle's cost cost more. I was getting the gist that Newcastle's full of cunts that would whinge on something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know that too. But that know. too. Obviously, there's a downturn in like resources and stuff. They're not, they're not all jacking that fucking FIFO money anymore. <laughs> they're on Dido money. Getting, getting fucking two hundred grand to drive a tractor. <laughs> Oof. Now uh, the stadium discussion about you know let's get some names on some of these stadiums that are it's fucking howling a gale out there yeah. at the moment. It's ridiculous. Um, getting some names around some stadiums that we haven't renamed uh, for the show. Uh, Astro and it's funny, in, in Serendipity, two people made the same suggestion for the same stadium. Ooh. So it almost has to be ratified after that. That's it. But uh, I, th- I believe we had, uh, someone came in with the, talking about the pit or whatever, or the quarry, you remember yep. last week? can't remember who it was, I apologise. Um, saying potentially for, for, the, uh, for Mount Smart, because the rocks and diamonds thing with the Warriors. Pretty good. Astro North has come in and said that uh, it should be the super pit. It's in Kalgoorlie, so when they moved to Perth, it's sorted. Then uh, E underscore Rascals comes out and says, call it the Super Pit. There's more Maori in Kalgoorlie than Mount Smart anyway. 10,000 pubs in town, but still an oversupply of bouncers. <laughs> so, so, it's it's almost is. at the point where it's up for up for seconding and the motion to pass and that sort of thing. So, let us know. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Uh, and uh, Hey Sam Warden said, uh, should we call Panthers fans the Lost Boys if we call their stadium Neverland? Yes, you should. Call them Culkins. <laughs> wrong Neverland, man. <laughs> call them Touched Culkins. <laughs> wrong Neverland. <laughs> I can describe the shape of Matt Elliott's penis. <laughs> um, Sam, that's fantastic. The Lost Boys. Mm. Some more lost than others. <laughs> Uh, and some will gee now I mean Matt Morley can stay lost now no not quite no 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 Giannis underscore Mateus suggest we change win stadium in the gong to ironic stadium because we hardly win the irony fortress <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the irony coliseum <laughs> that's that's incredible that's great irony superdome because <laughs> it's neither it's, it's not it's not, not a superdome neither I've got some sort of family connection there how so Apparently, my mother's cousin's husband runs the some part of Wynn Stadium. So, okay. nothing, nothing to do with the Dragons. Someone basically some cut the someone knows basically <laughs> runs something. Not enough, down. yeah, n- not enough that I could get us, you know, free drinks or anything if we yeah. ever turned up there. So I haven't fucking investigated it any further. <laughs> not enough that we wouldn't get RSA to rejected for, for anything in particular. <laughs> you know, Wind Stadium at Wollongong. Those laws don't apply down there. <laughs> yeah, well, they still let that fucking Nazi skull in there. <laughs> oh man, that. Uh, 
Yeah, Dragons fans, you got some specialties mm-hmm. down there. Uh, Twill Tourist, Ashley James, I saw his Flash 1480 on Twitter. <clears throat> Kicking back on the beach in the best of last season's merch. He's wearing an undefeated shirt, having a beer on the beach. That's uh, great. In uh, Gamagotti, Japan. And I've no, I mean, I lived there for a couple of years. Did did uh, travel a little bit there, but I have fucking no idea where that beach is. But their beaches aren't very good, um, to be honest. Probably on the coast. Yeah, well, that's where beaches are, but uh, yeah, it's not a beach I ever saw. Uh, Little Buffalo hitting Phuket, Thailand for some serious supercoach withdrawals and uh, half a twill episode to get me through. Good stuff. You're fucking screwed. Is Shandy still over there? Is he, though? Or is he back? That's what I'm saying, is he? I don't know. Makes me wonder. Can we get a selfie with Shandy? Yeah, fucking smoothie. Or was it, is that what... Was he, was, was he doing like a fucking man shake stand or something over there? <laughs> <laughs> something. It's just pure heroin. <laughs> I think it was cool that it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, has a has. He sent us a review that we're from a, a Samoan paper where he and his wife stay in Samoa and they were giving glowing reviews and the paper decided to put that in the paper. That's <laughs> Foreigners love our shit. More news at 11. <laughs> Read all about it. <coughs> White people love our beautiful island. <laughs> um, but no, it was a good review. And uh, Paul Mac underscore 78, uh, he's, uh, you can confirm its greatness. At the best 10 days of my life there, I was a groomsman at a mate's wedding. Also banged a Miss Samoa contestant. Okay. Contestant, so you didn't have to win. She could have been, she could have gone dead fucking last. <laughs> could have been disqualified for having a penis or... <laughs> That's that's what happens. You just fuck an ugly girl and then quickly fill out an entry form for her. (laughs) (laughs) In front of the entry (laughs) fee. B182. Hopefully, my Irish green hoodie arrives by August 15th and I can lock in a whole lot of random. A whole of random German town. Hashtag Twilfuhrer. It it certainly will. I mean, you'll 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 have your you'll certainly have your hoodie before before the end of the well before the end of July. Um, But yeah, don't go growing a special moustache or anything for the occasion. I was about to say I don't know how I feel about that, but now I'm just going to say I fully support it. Yep, grow a moustache. Yeah, keep it trimmed. Yeah. I wonder how that would be (laughs) received. You know what? Let's find out. We're not going to pay your bail or, or you know, war crimes law fee, lawyer fees. <laughs> you know, in front of a tribunal or something. But um, yeah, no, yeah. do it because uh, you know, curiosity and stuff. Just let's see what happens. Roll the dice. <laughs> We're fucking enablers. Look, if you get involved with anything that ends in which, and it doesn't have two bits of bread involved. <laughs> Don't call us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't like offer to bake your own anything. <laughs> stay, away, stay away from ovens entirely. Um, okay, so uh, this week in Ben Pomeroy, it's a solo. It's a solo mission this week from Mark from Super League Pod. Get around Super League Pod. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter. Listen to the podcast. Uh, I just support just support a show that supports us and has been uh, mates of ours for a very long time now and uh, yeah and they've got a fucking huge back catalogue to get through as well so go for it and uh, take it away, Mark. 
Now then, lads, you've just got Mark here this week from the Super League pod to take you through all the Super League happenings this week in Pomeroy. And we start on Thursday night. Wigan were anything but the world champions in a poor quality display as part of a low-intensity matchup that saw Ben Pomeroy maintain his 100% record at the Wolves as they won 16-10 away from home. It was Warrington's other recent recruit, Peter Hicku, that put up the mm, good stats with 175 metres and returning star back row Ben Curry grabbed the match-winning try in his first game of the year after serious injury. On Friday over in Yorkshire, tabletoppers Castleford held off top four contender Salford 38-14. In a close first half, two more tries from Brisbane offcast Greg Eden saw the Tigers lead, although any joy for Eden was cut short by a shoulder injury that may end his season. He was replaced by ex-Raider and always a dog botherer Joel Monaghan, who also grabbed two tries, as the Red Devils' ill-discipline couldn't keep pace with their hosts in the second half. Also on Friday in Yorkshire, the Huddersfield Giants sealed their top eight spot with a 26-4 win over bottom place Lee Centurions at the John Smith Stadium. Mitch Brown offered the most resistance at fullback for Lee, but even even his opposition number, Jordan Rankin, had a decent outing back in Super League behind a forceful Giants pack with former warrior Seb Ikehifo back in the side and back on dominant form with seven tackle boss and four offloads on his impressive stat line. Also on Friday at Headingley, the home side edged out a nervy 10-7 win after trailing visitors Hull FC 7-0 at half-time. Joel Moon, continuing in the halves, again had a big role to play, but it was NRL reject front rowers Mitch Garbert and Adam Cuthbertson who put up huge numbers for Leeds as the middles won the ground battle for them. Late no-try controversy for Westbound's Marhe for Newer left the black and white fans calling refs fault as the Rhinos fans caught their breath. Finally on Friday it was Witness A Wakefield 36 Bill Tupu and Mason Caton Brown put a show on the plastic pitch for the visit in Wakefield side at Witness <laughs> Mercurial Rangi Chase was back for the Vikings and his half's partner Joe Mellor even gave them an early lead but penalties and errors galore left the door open for Trin who saw ex-shark Tinneral Bright Eyes Arona grab a rare try Finally, on Sunday afternoon, Greg Bird took his Catalan Dragon teammates to the, to St. Helens and after another competent and competitive opening hour from the French side, Sense eventually ran out comfortable. 46-18 winners. Justin Horrow's second try on 50 minutes had given the Dragons a lead at that stage, but a strong last 20 from St. Helens and in particular from star centre Mark Percival saw the final score look a little one-sided. All that means cast a top with leads in behind them. Salford, Wakefield and Hull FC are fighting for the last spot, last two top four spots before the Super 8 split with one regular season round left. St. Helens, Huddersfield and Wigan make up the top eight playoff sides. Warrington, Catalan, Widnes and Lee will all find themselves battling with the championship top four for the 2018 Super League places in the qualifiers. Okay, memberships finally, as we mentioned earlier, waiting on these goddamn stickers. Uh, they're all there, ready to pack. Ready to go. Well, they're actually, they're packed. They just need a sticker put in, zipped up, and they are out the door. So, it should be any day now. I mean, it should have fucking been probably yesterday, truth be told. But um, I've been so busy this week. But I'm just waiting for a fucking courier to turn up and bring these goddamn stickers. And then once they're here, they're Mm -hmm. out of here. And uh, I'm really looking forward to (laughs) having... I, I, I don't have a lot of space in the first place. I've got a lot of space, but I've got a lot of clutter shit as well. Like, uh, and so if you know, if we can get rid of yeah, a shit ton of fucking satchels, that would be fantastic. Yeah, 
so yeah um and yeah looking forward to uh you guys rocking out the hoodies um jay looking resplendent in the irish green version yeah as we speak right now it's fantastic so. i actually um i had a couple of guys <coughs> i wore it in to work on thursday last week maybe tuesday this week i don't fucking know and i was in the city yeah and I got a couple of nods. Oh, really? So. Cool. So, Fantastic. just nods though. They're just like, they, they couldn't come out with it. They're just like, I don't know. Yeah. It, I was in that sort of across a road. Oh, okay. Like, and if you stop and talk, the cunt bus drivers beep at you. And yeah, yeah. All that city life. That's so. Okay, news. So the big story this week has been the the, bl- <laughs> the blame game or the rehashing, or you know whatever of the of the, the final Origin game. Uh, not in terms of the actual game that was played, it was all but things going around the New South Wales camp. The first one to come out was the story about how the plan apparently was going to be to start for feeder from the bench and bring him on around twenty to twenty five minutes into the game yep. and start with Clemmer, uh, which in hindsight would have been a, a, a capital fucking move. <laughs> Given that Clemmer is one of these guys that, yeah, Queensland obviously coming with a lot of emotion in front of a home crowd, and Clemmer's a guy that he feeds off that he shit. Loves he loves it. Um, and whereas Fafita just, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> He's a, he is a box of chocolates, and uh, but really shitty chocolate yeah. a lot of the time. But like there's no uh, name fucking chocolates <clears throat> with a picture of a beach somewhere, but the sky's grey on the fucking box. <laughs> and you That's open it and you're specific. looking for that little fucking bit of paper to tell you what's in each one yeah and you turn it over and it's got that weird fucking eastern block Russian writing on the back <laughs> one of those shit chocolates yeah so useless cunt then as the story goes uh, when informed of this Fafita cracked the shits <sighs> and uh, Laurie backed down and uh, changed the plan now this was uh, now I think Clem has come out and said oh, I didn't even know that that was the plan but I heard Sterling on the radio the other day, mm. and he's deaf. He doesn't know what the conversation was between Daly and Fafita, but he said that that was definitely the plan. And then he was away, you know, away from camp doing stuff, and then all of a sudden it wasn't the plan. So, oh. moving on to the next, the next uh, thing was that. On Friday, the Friday before the Wednesday game, the players were given the day off. Many played golf. Uh, some, you know, had lunch with their families and blah, that, that sort of thing. Two of the players teamed up, Old Fingers and uh, and Dukes. They decided to go down to the pub and, uh, yeah, bet on some horses. And they were at the pub what, pretty much opening time, I think, and, you know, there till about six, so eight hours at the pub. Uh, I believe six was when they were supposed to be back, and they were back when, they were, when you know, when they were supposed to be. But, um, thereabouts, yep. And... That's this is one that's you know, kind of blown up a little bit, uh, but there is there, there's the thing is, if you ask me straight up, should players on the Friday be able to go to the pub before Origin? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, day, it's days away. I mean, I would think in a professional era of the game, if you're a player that has you know pride in your performance and everything, maybe you wouldn't like that's like a thing you would choose not to do. I don't Maybe. think it should be you know disallowed outright, but you would think if you were a player who was professional and had pride in their performance that perhaps you'd say, 
look, there's probably better things I can be doing in the lead up to the biggest game of um, my career, potentially, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I won't do it. That gene is not present at all in uh, that couple. I mean, we've had them, we've had them on the drink, on the on the roof, drinking breezes. We've had them getting pissed before Origin, you know, several years ago, which resulted in a, a innocent woman getting fingered and a conviction. Yep. You know, Ferguson convicted of of a crime. Um, Fucking, blah, blah. Yeah, telling people to go end themselves and. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then one I had there was an article by Andrew Webster today. And I hadn't heard this story before, but apparently around game two, there was like a, a media day and it was the only chance that the media as a whole would get access to the entire playing group. So it's kind of a bit of a free for all, you know, you rock up there and you do all your interviews and blah, 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 and get what you can. Now, there were two players deemed unavailable for that day, Dugan and Fergs. Apparently they'd gone, got, got smashed so hard the night before that they reeked of alcohol and uh, were massively hungover, and so they were off limits to the media. So when, while I don't think that there should be an outright ban of players, you know, drinking in camp, I do think that you look at the context of who the players are, what they've done in the past on the piss, and and follow through to their performances in a couple of games, and those two are just the shittest fucking cunts. And I think they should be stamped never to return to the New South Wales State And you know what? Maybe even if they're not stamped, I think that yeah, I think they're going to be you know it's going to be the back of people's minds, and they might find themselves on you know. True. Every, everything you have said, I agree with, and I don't want to give the impression well, that I think Dugs and Ferg are sounds like I'm not racist. Innocent. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> But what do you expect? Yeah. When, when they've been... So so Dugan basically told an NRL club and coach to go fuck themselves mm-hmm. and ended up out of a job? No. Signed by St. George. Yep. You know? Ferguson said, oh, I'm leaving a club because I want to play finals football. Then one fucking irony in that statement. Oh, just the hilarity. But... Like, what a little fucking prima donna. Yeah. You know, no class. But was he reprimanded? Did anything happen? You know, he's out there, becomes a fucking sexual predator. I feel feel like, though, the justice is served on that whole fucking I want to play finals football thing. I mean, history... (laughs) History's kicked him in his fucking little dick. No, history doesn't fucking bring that up enough. No, it's true. To be frank, but I, he he knows he would know. Only a couple of years out. But this is that the thing of okay, he he is now a sex offender. Yep. And you know, he, what did he have out of the game? How long? Not nearly fucking long enough. And, I don't remember exactly. And touted as a redemption story in playing representative oh, football yep, again. Yep. So all of that shit now up to. And, and it's a word that's bandied around far too freely, but the culture mm-hmm. within New South Wales. Yep. Why is it that New South Wales always have to talk about, you know, what should happen and should someone be punished or this or this or this or this or this? You look at the Queensland system, and even in their emerging origin squad. Yep. Mr. Curfew, and not necessarily curfew, misbehave, but just Mr. Curfew. You are fucking rubber stamped. Mm-hmm. And they could have used, you know, not, not that it cost them any series. No. But they could have used somebody like Dylan Harper probably a, se- a series or two earlier. Yep. Yep. You know, 
Um, but those fuckwits, and I said this in the review of the game, everyone in that Queensland team is on their best fucking behaviour yep. and they are playing the best fucking football they can every time yep. because they know that there are five other... Co- like, who the fuck had heard of Tim Glasby? In, well, in rep- yeah. his mum and dad. <laughs> but in representative talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who'd heard of fucking Tim Glasby? Well, I don't think he... I don't, he certainly wasn't the first. That you wouldn't have thought he was next. Exactly. At all, yeah. Everyone in that fucking system knows yep. that if you're not up to it... Yep. There are four other cunts, and it doesn't matter if you've never heard them being talked about in contention, they'll come in and do a fucking job. Yep. Everyone in that New South Wales team, even though they were fucking embarrassed, I guarantee you, almost to a man, that they all honestly believe in their heart of hearts that they will be picked as incumbents next year. Maybe Morris is the only one, and that's just because he's taking himself out of the fucking picture. I just, yeah, I yeah, I think there's I think there are people that you know like you know your Cordners and your your Jake Turbos and you know that aren't that aren't built that way. But I mean, if you're talking, I think that you're exactly right when you if you were talking about people like Fafita, Woods, Dugan, Ferguson, yep, fucking who now else we're talking that Hain. yeah, Hain, you know, absolutely Hain, Tedesco, yeah, he's, get, so. he's getting to that stage where he's never had to do anything at club level, yeah, to yep. to justify his position, yeah. Now he's not having to do anything at state level either. Mm. Now, until that fucking system fixes itself, yep. and until some heads roll to set a precedent, yep. then nothing will change. The thing is, it's it's so fucking piss weak from Laurie Daly as well. Yeah. The first thing you've got, the, for, A, for not punishing these guys or fucking them off out of the team or whatever, and bringing like, you know, Turbo or, you know, someone like James Roberts, Dylan Walker, you know, there were guys there that would have done the job on yep. reasonably short notice. I was saying to you before we recorded, fuck it, you got three days, fuck it, just bring in Dylan Walker and Uate, say, yep. look, they got a combination, are they, the, are they the absolute best in that position, you know, yeah, no, you are they certain, certain, certainly not. But we got no time to fuck, so we got yep. to shorthand this shit, something like that. But I mean, he's he's just so piss weak. He's let the players fucking. Oh, if if that thing with Clem is true, then he's letting the players run the team. And I'll tell you what, and, I would have oh rather lost that game by fifty. Yep. But had Laurie Daly come out and said, Andrew, he Fafita's did this. He's gone. With me, yeah. He's not fucking playing anymore. Yep. Yeah. These two are out getting blind, considering their history. They're fucking. See you yeah. later. Yep. See you later. I, I would happily cost cop a loss. Yeah, yeah. Because of that—that's some sort of fucking pride. Yeah, and show some yeah, show some control over your team. Yeah. You're the fucking coach, mate. I mean, he's just—it's it's almost like coming out like as the the weakest coaching yeah. move ever. But then follow through with it, and even if you get beaten by a hundred next yeah. year, yeah, you know, still they can't come back. Yeah, fuck them. And yeah, guess we'll be fucking mouthing off in the media leading up to that hypothetical. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a it's a privilege to play ref football, just like it's a privilege to play rugby league professionally, man. Yep. Like, and sure, you're not breaking any laws, but if you know these representative teams need to hold hold them hold themselves to a a, a greater standard, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, be the pinnacle of what they're the pinnacle of the game, then fucking act like it. Thank fuck nothing actually came of it, like nothing negative oh, came of it. Well, they didn't finger anybody against their will, yeah. Well, you know what? That whole area yeah. is a holiday destination. Yep. And when people are on holidays, they might be a little bit looser. Yep. They're not in their normal surrounds. Mm-hmm. They probably don't have to lob up for work the next day. Mm-hmm. And all you need is somebody to have a fucking crack at Dugan. Yep. And then all of a sudden it is Dugan and Ferguson in a brawl. Yep, yep. You know? Um, <clears throat> but 
you can't expect those two fuckwits to behave any differently mm-hmm. because there has never been any sort of consequence for them for doing yep. worse than that their whole career. Yeah. So Laurie Daly, you are just continuing the fucking enablement of that fuckery. And just and rugby league in general. Why are you tolerating these fucking idiots? Yeah. Seriously, you know, have some self esteem. Have some self-respect and fucking hold yourself to, and, and the people who play the game at high standards. You see a thing through the week saying that they're looking at, uh, you know, for domestic violence cases or something like that. It's, you know, looking at life bans. And, di- and did you see the, the two stories they had? No. So the Telegraph. I saw right? the headline. So the, And this is only, I saw one of their little fucking clickbaity things. Yeah. So the Telegraph. Premium article, god damn it. I'm had, paying for your shit. Uh, it, there was nothing premium in it. You didn't miss out <laughs> on anything. So it had a picture of two old Telegraph back pages. Yep. And you know what the two stories they ran to give examples of abuse of women? What? Tim Simona and Bryce Cartwright. Huh. Now... I'm not saying they're good. They're not good. However... One of them was a financial agreement between two adults. Yeah. And, and you other- know, maybe there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of... Uh- you know, pressure and you know, the, you know club interference and that, and that sort of thing it to you know, protect the, to keep yeah it's it's a it's a it's a, a very uh, it's a un yeah but it's a, it's a at, grubby sort of at the end of, of the day you know there was a fucking legal document between two yeah. consenting individuals yeah um, and the Simona thing with all the shit that he did mm-hmm. you know that his partner felt pressured into an abortion mm-hmm. which is a different matter depending on how you feel on yep Simona or abortion um. But really, they're the fucking examples you want to give of how when you've got fucking when you've got Robert Louis kicking holes through his pregnant missus, yeah, and then doing it again almost on the one year anniversary of that time, and you know yeah. what I would fucking love to see? <laughs> you know, it would be fucking amazing if at one game, instead of like, and the NRL are doing a good job with his women in league round, yeah, and people are putting up, you know, the the women in league, yeah, that, that do things and be it mums coaches, team managers at grassroots, yep. the advisors or you know, everyone right up the way to you know, CEO at yep. club level and they all play an integral part in the game I would fucking love for one of the clubs to lob out and even if they don't actually have the people yeah. have a girl representing you know, I'm the girl in the yellow dress I'm Robert, I'm Robert Louis' wife yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I'm Greg Bird's wife yep I'm the, I'm, um, I'm the girl that Blake Ferguson no, no, no. yeah. pick up like a bowling ball. You know, yeah. These yeah. these fucking women in league. Yeah. Who's doing anything for them? Yeah. So. Yeah. But look, if they start life banning it, that can only be a good thing. But fucking do it seriously. Yeah. Don't just don't, don't like don't bring it up the week of women in league round and act like you're proactive and doing shit. You know, like when you when you've done you know two fifths of fuck all yeah. you know for the last decade you know or, you know or the last ever. And the fucking the, worst thing. The fucking worst thing is in every interview that the NRL is giving about it, they're making sure they say that, you know, just lately, we've had some cases that weren't proven in court, so we have to yeah. be very careful. Yeah. At, at what fucking stage do you realise that this social issue is, is bigger than your game? Yeah. Anyway. And yeah, I mean, I don't want people getting life banned if they didn't do anything. Definitely. Yeah, but... Stop. It's not a time for butts. I'd, I'd put a wig on and clean out the Queensland team from yeah. next origin. <laughs> but it's not time for butts. I mean, you don't have to... 
we know that there's some guys that, that were found not guilty and all the yeah. shit was dropped quick smart when the facts came to light. That's it. When you don't, this is not the week to be reiterating that to kind of diminish the whole, you know, issue across the, you know, fucking. Anyway. It's, it just seems, it just seems so fucking easy. But, you know, people too dumb to, to be able to handle it. Um, the other one that came out this week, it was like outrage for five and a half minutes. Was uh, apparently uh, Wayne Bennett's gone yeah, to Sammy Thiday. Look, at the end of your contract, you you might want to consider retiring because we're not going to offer you another deal. Yeah. Lost in the lost in the initial outrage was the fact that he was he's already playing next year, and that's when his deal ends. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, look, you know sometimes <coughs> players get the tap all the time. Yeah, damn straight. I do. I do think that this. I, I don't know how this story came out. I don't know if it's like a thigh, you know, team thigh day thing to try and get teams like Newcastle thinking about what happens in twenty in in twenty nineteen, or you know, something like that. But if it if it wasn't team thigh day releasing it for you know marketing yeah. purposes, you know, but if it wasn't that, then I think you know it's a bit rough that it even got released because give him the opportunity. If he wants, to, if he's going to retire, yeah. then let him make it his idea, and not and not be like, oh, well, you're just retiring because Wayne won't fucking, you know, that's as cold as ice. So, yeah, it, especially from a club who, you know, build themselves as, oh, you know, our players are like yeah. family. And yeah. in the the article I read about it, you know, Wayne going on about a bunch of players who already take financial sacrifices to stay at Red Hill. Yeah, yeah. like well. Okay, fair enough. So, if these players are doing that much for your club, including taking financial sacrifices mm-hmm. to stay with you and give you the roster you need to win this premiership you've been chasing for how many years? Yeah. Um, show them a bit of fucking courtesy. Yeah. But without knowing what exactly... What without knowing how it was released, that's the, you know... Yeah. But a bit of a storm in a teacup, the, the, teacup, really. The way I read it was that Wayne released it to a journal. Oh, okay. Well, she's... So. He's a shut up. Mm. He's fucking just, you know, keep his eye on his gilfin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She left one husband. <laughs> She'll leave you two skeletal. <laughs> uh. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Don't forget they've got their Twitter account as well, at our League Live. Game day action, stats and all that good shit. And a bit of, you know, sometimes a bit of salt, a bit of bants. So I uh, get around those yep. guys now as well. Now I suggest. Yes. I know we've spoken about this briefly before. But this has come close to some of my favourite things on Twitter lately. Anybody you see on Twitter or any other sort of social media, yeah, refs faulting, yeah, please get that tweet and tweet it at Rugby League Live. <laughs> <laughs> because don't they love to go in on a fan base? <laughs> Ooh, I love it. You know, it, yeah, it, it's like they've figured out this weird scientific way to make smashing refs falters into some sort of weird photosynthesis energy <laughs> <laughs> supplement that sustains them <laughs> keeps them alive 
Um, got any stats you want to talk about this week? I do, but I'll keep them for the games. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll go straight into it then. First game, Friday night, um, pub slot 34-22, Penrith Panthers, defeat the Warriors. Uh, this is uh, this is Mount Smart. It's actually it was like Manu Vatavai fucking Coliseum or something for the yeah the super the, pit yeah yeah this is super pit. I mean he's no less rocks and diamonds than that <laughs> well, fucking no, team. Calling it, I mean, like it should be. It could it could permanently be Manu. I mean, it, yeah, that, that's a glorious name too. Um, <clears throat> so the, Pan- the Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers, uh, thirty-four points came from uh, uh, tries to Harawira and Ira, uh, hat trick to Cleary, uh, May Blake also with tries. Uh, Cleary five or six conversions. The Warriors twenty-two came from tries to the captain, uh, a double to Solomon Akata, uh, Bodine Thompson with a try as well. Uh, conversions two of two to Sean Johnson and uh, one of two to Isaac Luke. And uh, the crucial tipping point of this game, of course, came to what is now known to be a uh, PCL injury. So Sean Johnson that potentially will end his season because it kind of brings him back at a, at the earliest kind of four weeks uh, and average maybe six. So yep. they ain't playing finals footy. <laughs> they ain't not in the next four. Assuming it's the best case scenario of four weeks, they're not going to win a game in the next four weeks, and so they're not going to be able to close any gaps to get themselves into the finals. So. Yeah. Pretty much done for the year, but it's much better than the ACL that they initially reported and thought it was. So, yeah. I, I keep seeing a couple of things around saying, uh, you know, not as serious as first thought, not as serious yeah. as first thought. But the the minimum I've seen um, is four weeks. Yeah. Which, in the context of their season, how many points they need to catch up to make the eight, and the fact that they're likely yeah. winning without him, it is kind of their season anyway. Yeah, looking at it, they've got, you know, they come up against Cronulla. Yeah, the Knights. You can probably pencil that in. I wouldn't be penciling shit in without Sean Johnson. This is the thing. Yeah, I know. But again, so if you've got Cronulla, Newcastle, yeah, Canberra, yeah, and Souths, yeah, you know, maybe you jag two of them. Yeah, so, maybe you lose all four of them. I'm trying to be optimistic. Yeah, I'm not going to tip them. We fucking humbled. Even if they, even if they get two of them, I'm, they're still they're still not enough. They got to pretty much win every game because teams like Parramatta and stuff are still going to keep winning games. But, you know, I know, but I'm saying the Panthers Panthers are the worst thing that's happened to Auckland and New Zealand in general. So I'm just trying to make them feel a bit better. Oh, okay. Like, well, this one, the Warriors actually took it to them though. Yeah, and they the, certainly did. The, the turning point of the game was Sean Johnson getting injured, <laughs> and look. There's no shame in that. I mean, Manly had a game last year or it was the year before where where uh, we had a run that started because. Sean sure, Johnson broke his leg or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it killed the Warriors for that season. They started looking good and then yeah, they didn't absolutely. win another fucking thing. Oh, look, there, there were a couple of points in this game that, you know, you, what, what I hope's ha- what I hope like fuck is happening with that degenerate cunt hook at our team. <laughs> I like that cunt hook. That's, I haven't heard that for a long, long time. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comma hook. <laughs> I, I thought it was like it wasn't actually Bryce Cartwright himself. It's just his weapon of choice. Yeah, well, you know, the you know, gangster speaker, you know, pistols McGee. <laughs> he doesn't kill you with a bat. <laughs> oh, um, pistols McGee, with the most fearsome of gangsters, <laughs> striking fear into the hearts. <laughs> uh. Uh, um, is that the most benign fucking gangster <laughs> name? Pistols McGee. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> Ending his enemies with a fiddle dee dee. 
Don't go near him if your dog's got the fleas. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. The, the, there were some points in this game that they can take with them and build on. If you look at, at Penrith's overall performance, though, there's still some fairly big deficiencies in the energy that our forwards show. Mm-hmm. There's there's some some intent, and you know um, they're kind of good as like they're kind of good fair weather sailors though, like they're good yeah, good front runners. That's it. And look, and when they smell the blood, like when <coughs> when Johnson was off, and then they realise that these guys weren't going to fucking die for Kieran Foran, not at all. <laughs> Um, you know, Ring Campbell Gillard was fantastic, and, mm-hmm. and Isaiah Yeo is a an unsung toiler. Mm-hmm. He's out there every week, just yep. just putting the yards in. Uh, it's very easy to see the difference when we have those sets that are started off by our outside backs. Yep. Just the energy involved. And your outside backs are always going to be that little bit more nimble and and quick. But our guys are really noticing. You know, you have those three hit ups. You're getting. DWZ come in and you're having Mansour come through and yep. and Edwards is running the ball back beautifully from fullback and then all of a sudden Latu who's trying his guts out yep. but there's no urgency in him Yeah, he's running hard and he's running direct but once he's tackled that his job's yep. over yep. as opposed to it should be that once you are up quickly and have played the ball fucking mm-hmm. properly yep. then your job's over yep. so it's those little deficiencies there um Still a lot of silly mistakes from Penrith and a lot of ball security issues that are going to cost us up against better teams. Yep. But the really, I do hope that Nathan Cleary, because I've, I've been screaming for this almost all season. You know, th- this is his first full season of first grade. Yep. And this is one of the first times I've really seen him take control of a game. Now, be that because there's been other people there that have been doing it or he hasn't had the opportunities or he hasn't felt confident in speaking up. Whatever the case, it was now, the perfect storm for him. Now he knows he him. can do it, but it's up to the fucking coach mm-hmm. to make sure that that doesn't get stifled again Yep. and that it melds in effectively with the other talent they have in the team. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Moylan's a fucking fantastic attacking six, but you can't go to him as your fifth tackle option every single time, every single game, every single set. Yeah. People are picking it and they're stacking the side he's on. It's not fucking rocket science. The The thing that I really liked, though, was that Cleary was dominant, but he wasn't trying so hard that he made it look that he was flustered. Yeah. You know, you get those occasions when it's obvious who the <clears> ball's <throat> going to on fifth and they're pressured. He still looked like he had... Yeah, a lot of time, and he looked like he enjoyed himself. Um, the I remember it wasn't even it wasn't a complete game either. It was probably 50, 50 minutes, the last fifty minutes. Yeah, from Cleary. Yeah, his first thirty was just like yeah. You you you, you follow Twitter, follow the timeline <laughs> of that game, and they're like hook him, second year syndrome, fucking all that, all that shit, and um, and then he had that dive which is woeful. It was like it was it was shaping up as like the worst game of his career, and then it turned out. Ultimately, probably his best. Class. Yeah, probably his best game. Yeah. yeah, look, he he has been ever since he came on. He does like to feel his way into a game. Yep. He's not one of those players that just comes out and and runs into everything. So I wasn't too concerned with that. Um, I know nothing of this dive you speak of. <laughs> it was like it was poor. It was poor quality for WWE. He, he'd get he would get our future endeavoured for that dive. What's WWE? <laughs> you know what fucking WWE is, bitch. 
In wrestling? Is that before WWW? Oh, my God. Listen, Glenn. Is this... Thank you for that innocent dumb face. <laughs> Look, I have shopped at Menangle Markets, but it doesn't mean I know what your fucking <laughs> WWE is. Um, things for the Warriors, they, they were great in spurts. And this sounds weird. I really want to love watching the Warriors play. You they, want to love watching I want them. to love watching the Warriors play. You know, the... The, the attitude of mannering mm-hmm. when he's on, yep. you'd be happy to have that. Anyone would be happy to take that in their team. No, well, imagine if you, you had know? six or seven of them. <laughs> fuck They hell. wouldn't be the disaster zone that um, they fucking are. You know, the the try that Carter scored. Yeah. Like, he's fucking Connie 2.0. Yeah. And and just, just built to be, you know, A, that cult hero, but B, that, you know, fucking working, yeah. toiling yeah. centre. Um but it's not there. They, and the thing is for Warriors now is, it's fucking over. Yeah. The way they disintegrated in the absence of Johnson, who was having a very good game until until he got injured, he was looking like he, the, he was having the, the, the mirror to Cleary. He was the match, he was winning the match for yeah. the Warriors until he dropped. And But the way that they plummeted with him off. And that's the thing, they could have just managed that game home realistically. Yeah, and they were only leading by two at the time, but and that, that wasn't going to be enough, but they didn't have to completely capitulate like they did. Yeah. I mean, because the, the tries that Penrith were scoring from that point were soft, like, they were soft, yeah. like, and they knew they had it won, like, the second he was off, they knew they had it won and played accordingly, and the Warriors played like, oh, fuck, we've lost, yeah. you know? And Kieran Foran just showed, I mean, if they want game management at the Dogs next year, good fucking luck, because you ain't getting it out of form, mate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Is uh, is Frawley going to be the game manager for the dogs, or yeah, is Mumbai? <laughs> Mumbai's proven he's not a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, foreign, foreign is not. He's. I don't know what the question is, but he's not the answer to shit. And certainly the dogs. When you look at the dogs, you know, do you, does this game turn differently hypothetically if Foreign's contract's still up in the air? I, I don't you know. You know, exact same game played round five or six. I think Kieran Foran's market value was greatly enhanced by Daly Cherry Evans playing next to him. Because without him, he's done fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah admittedly, he's been crueled by injury, degenerate personal life behaviour. Yeah, DCE hasn't scored any great God fights without him either. Oh yeah, he's like fucking first or second on the Daly M. He's, uh, he's having a fucking amazing year. What are you talking about? He's tremendous. He's a fucking god. Yeah, I'm saying I don't think DCA had anything to do with Kieran Foran's market value. I think at the time, Foran was young, he was fresh, he was healthy. He wasn't when he left us. So that was he was already starting to break. I mean, I don't know if we had this conversation. He was already breaking down. When he went to yeah, when he left Melbourne, he was already breaking down that last year. Mm. Like he was, he was already, he was already breaking down. But that that's what people put up with that because he was the physical player. He was a little guy that was running at people three times. Yeah, but but even now, I don't know if it's like if it's a temperament thing now. If he's like. He's trying to protect himself or something, but he's not doing that. He's not doing that anymore. No, not he's not doing that. He's just dishing it. He's he's not doing shit. Yep, not at all. He is a, an absolute shadow of his yeah. former self, and uh, and dare I say, he's a, a mythical creature. Yeah, mate. Imagine the dogs this year with he, with fucking Hodgkinson's boot. No, he's not a fucking mental Rambo. <laughs> no, clearly not. As we have seen. Yes, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have done much for him, but I mean, it would have been better. The improvement, yes. 
Well, if he thought he could do it. I'll tell you what, I'll leave it to the dogs game. Yeah. Okay, so... um, But no, Penrith continue fucking undefeated on our way to Premiership glory. Yeah. That's no. a tagline. Yeah, no. Okay, 16th underscore place. That's 16th underscore place. Nothing like watching the Panthers wreck your team in 10 minutes and eating the best shapes. And he puts a picture of pizza shapes. Two-time loser, my friend. Andrew Lars. Manu Vatavai Stadium just became the Nathan Cleary Stadium. Relax. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. It is, because fucking Nathan Cleary's, clean, uh, Cleary's chin is as if it was carved from granite. As if it was, you know, Zeus himself looked down from his mountain and oh. crafted the perfect visage of masculinity. Because massive... soft affection. Because massive chinned fucking... <laughs> people are perfection, is that no, what you're saying? It's, <laughs> it's heroic. It's stately. Now, that analogy only works if Zeus is like... happens to be like Guy Smiley off Sesame Street. I mean, that's about the only fucking person who'd copy the chin. Um... Shano 86 Nathan Cleary better playmaker better goal kicker Jamie Lyons still a better diver <laughs> look Jamie Lyons dives are more convincing absolutely um, better playmaker better goal kicker he may uh, over the fullness of his career he may tick the better goal kicker thing but if you're not hard, if you're not 5-8 in fucking four, the greatest grand final winning margin in history you can't fucking say shit about making plays now look I'll tell you what what Shana meant there was saying that Jamie Lyon is a better diver Jamie Lyon is a diver Nathan Cleary is not a diver because the person actually made contact with Nathan Cleary. <sighs> so he's an overactor. That's what we're calling contact now, are we? No, he's an overactor. Jamie Lyon is a diving, backflipping cunt. That's what we're calling contact now, are we? It's yeah. pure WWE. Super Grover 4. Happy stepdad. Frozen milkshakes for everyone. <laughs> Just needed the Warriors to snipe Johnson. I mean, he's having like a major leggish injury now. It feels like he's got one in him a year. At least. At what point is he like irreparable? Like a guy that, a guy that who at his best is when he runs the ball and you know has his footwork and speed. And you know, at some point, it feel it feels like that's been asked for a couple of years though. Yeah. Because has he has he ever done an ACL? Uh, or is good question. It, has it always just been strains and? Well, he pretty much broke his leg last. That, 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 was it last year? He broke his he leg. Broke yeah, I, mean, I, was thinking he, I think he broke, <laughs> broke his leg that year. Because like you, you look at somebody like RTS, yeah, and he he's not fucking Dalsim anymore. No, no. But uh, Achilles is a terrible, especially terrible injury yeah, for that horrific. sort of player. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying with with Johnson. Like he he seems to have come back from these injuries. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I just wonder how many, how much of the recovery of the injuries he's completed before he comes back. Because yeah. maybe he's been, you know, everyone's been complaining. Yeah, why don't you run the ball more? You know, why doesn't he run? Every time he runs, he looks amazing, and a try comes out of it. Why isn't he doing that? But every third time he runs, it he fucking ends his season. Yeah, like I wonder how much he's just kind of managing his injuries or you know the confidence to stretch out and that kind of thing. And obviously, he was playing like a boss in this game, and he he did it when he's created a break to set up a try pretty much yeah it, that and that that's horrid too yeah it's, it's I mean, not even contact yeah, it wasn't even contact run. yeah he's just he's just sort of just yeah, dropped it nasty um, De Niro D3 N-I-R-O 
So, it's been Cleary all along, and Moylan's just a parasite feeding off his good work. Look, anecdotally, yes. <laughs> we'll see what happens. when. When What would you say, though, if Moylan, let's say somehow, Moylan's you know, in origin side next year and, and maybe has an injury now or then, and so he plays like you know like 60% of the games, club games that he, that he could otherwise play, and in those 40% games where it's Cleary, three tries every game looks like a fucking different beast yeah exactly I, I would be absolutely fucking ropeable but I would be absolutely fucking ropeable that the coach had not managed the team to take advantage of both skill sets yeah and then you go well the coach is hooked though so what are you going to do exactly <laughs> what do you really expect out of the man yeah go down to Sydney and nasal fuck him with barbed wire <laughs> cockhead <sighs> okay, the uh, the late Friday night football game. Canberra Raiders 18 defeated St. George Illawarra Dragons 14. Canberra in Canberra, just under 11,000 in attendance. The Raiders tries to Cotrick, Caesar, Whitehead. Um, no, and oh yeah, and, uh, then Caesar. Actually, no, why, why am I reading the field goal stats? No one got shit. No, fucking <laughs> and gee, Blakey. He uh... was set. He was. He was set a bit, and uh, and Croker two or two conversions of the penalty goal. The uh, Dragons fourteen came for tries to Whitup and Nightingale. Uh, Whitup one of two conversions and a couple of penalty goals for their fourteen points. And you know what? Even though we had five field goals attempted, they were all unsuccessful. I am st- I am starting to warm to these spastic fests. <laughs> you know, when you sit through a game that's not fantastic, and then they're like. Whoever's overseeing the world at the time, it's just like it's like Ming in Flash Gordon. It's just like press a button, fucking retard field goal. Let's tie this up and make it interesting. <laughs> Try to tie it up, and um, I sort of I sort of find it the equivalent of like getting two guys who are blind drunk, yeah, giving them both a foot long subway sandwich, except in one of them you've put a marble, and you just sit there. <laughs> And you don't know if it's going to go down all the way, or if one of them's going to crack a tooth. That is it, that is oddly specific. <laughs> I'm actually hungry. I feel like Subway. It's funny. I was actually I was, I was going to get Subway for lunch today, but it's so fucking cold outside. I'm like, I'm not going out. I was eating something here. Um, but this game, the the golden point did give us two brilliant plays. First of first of which was the the Caesar the Caesar forty twenty to get the, the Raiders down in the territory. It's just fantastic uh, pressure, just a wonderful kick. And then the Coltrane has reemerged <laughs> doing oh, Coltrane out of shit. Nowhere. He doesn't even. He, and he said he didn't even think he offloaded it. So I, I wonder if he dropped it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really coming around to the idea that he may maybe he dropped it or lost it backwards. Which just happened to pan out for Canberra, and he, and he yeah, yeah, sort of pushed it. <laughs> but it was wonderful. He took on the line and uh, almost got over, and you know, spun around, got a ball off for a try next to the sticks or under the sticks or whatever, um, and uh, the, giving the Canberra's the Canberra Raiders the eighteen fourteen victory. The game up until the uh, Spack Fest though didn't live up yeah. to great heights. The the Lay Lua the Lay Lua the, uh, Techno Viking thing it's still a thing. I don't give a fuck what Ricky says about you know getting together at training and yeah. or outside of training. I don't know what it may be a loser leaves town or yeah something because and to me 
that's the saddest part. From all reports, Blake, like Blake is a fucking champion person too. So you know, the, you know the story. This is even this year. There's been stories where he's yeah, like, you know, picked up privileged yeah, kids, yeah, and coaching, yeah, exactly, and, and that stuff. And like there's, Lua's, there's absolutely no doubt about it though that like Leilua has formed on the board for ma- many different clubs. Yes, as being an utter shit cunt. Yeah, and maybe that's so maybe, it. Yeah. Maybe but, after two years, mm. maybe Blake's niceness has worn off, and and they're not getting along. Yeah. Um. You know, who knows what the fuck goes on with these spoiled little millennial cunts these days, but yeah, yeah. there is something missing in Canberra. And if I was a Canberra fan, I would be hoping like fuck that Caesar steps up. Because yep. he's been serviceable this year. Yeah, it's just you know? serviceable to poor. <coughs> depending, yeah. on, depending on the time of the game. I want to light a candle rather than curse the darkness. <laughs> But that that forty twenty was magnificent. <laughs> well, look, it, it's a play that turned turned the game, and, won the and, game for them. I, I, would dare, I dare say, and sort of pulled everybody into a an effort level that was that was acceptable. Yeah, but that's also the sort of thing that can start a little bit of momentum. It's not going to win them this week's game. Yep, by any means, but it's something that they can go in there saying, "Radio, we, we've got somebody that we can rely on here." Yeah. Know? Now everyone else needs to pull their socks up. Looking at Dave Taylor, um, you know, 10 runs for 105 metres. Yep. For a guy who's coming into that team, albeit not in a very technical position. Um, a guy that has the, the... I would I want to say he's physically gifted, but he's certainly been gifted with a frame for fucking forward play in rugby league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the amount of pies he straps to it and everything like yeah. that. I mean, that's yeah, that it, it makes it variable in terms of its utility, but just as a base yeah, and, attribute. And look, here's the thing. He, he does also have a, a good rugby league mind. He can read the play. Not that he's going to be involved in it. Yeah, but then sometimes but that, sometimes that gets you know yeah that that gets disproved by his inability to do simple things like hold the ball, <laughs> train hard. <laughs> um, he can read the game, but, but sometimes it's like, sometimes it's at a, a, a Sam and Pam and Digger the dog level. But I think this one more so than the other was was a game that the Dragons they get away. Yeah, you know they had ten incomplete sets. Mm-hmm. And in a game that was that close for that long, where any one of a dozen things during the course of it, be it a fucking penalty goal or, yeah. or conversion or whatever it is, could have swung the momentum yep. definitely. Um, I think the Dragons, in how they operated, just with hanging onto the ball, yep. and especially when they were trying to build some momentum and pressure probably cost them the victory more so than Canberra attained it themselves right but our JKD Leilua clearly hasn't healed his riff of Blake Austin he needs to be dismissed from the Raiders at first opportunity I don't think there's anyone who would choose Leilua over Austin hey maybe Rapana <clears throat> yeah yeah and does that become a factor yeah oh, well, they've got that combination yeah I don't know Super League pod Straight out of Catalan. <laughs> Fat touchy with the great touch for Whitehead to win it. Finally, the Raiders don't blow a close game. Just about. Red Bull Raiders. What a kick from Caesar. But the Fat touchy coming in off his line to give that pass is one of the best things I've seen this year. Oh, I agree. Uh, the Curse Chapo. Only bum-ass teams lose to the Raiders. Hashtag dead V. I don't know what he's... He's got being a bonnet about the, dra- about the Dragons of late. Todd H. 1987. Thanks. Fuck. Sorry. Chapo's... 
doing this weird thing where you're just calling every team a fraud. Yeah, yep. You know? did, he say, did he say fraud in this one? Too? Oh, no, he didn't. Surprising. Whatever. But yeah. he, here's the rules of rugby league fucking shit giving. Okay. If your team is shit, and yours is, Chapo, <laughs> you need to be fucking creative. Yeah. You, know? you, you need to go a little bit outside the box. Yep. You know, it, go and get a homeless man and put a stiletto down his fucking Jap's eye and take a photo of it and say that's the fucking dragons. He tried to, he tried to run it manly, saying, oh, you know, you got to beat the Tigers by X amount or else you're a fraud team. I'm like, hang on a motherfucker, I'll beat you like 36 nil. <laughs> when that happens, when that's recent history... <laughs> the other thing I advise you to do, Chapo, is check Rugby League Live for easy access to past stats and games. <laughs> Search for sports, mate, in the App Store Google Play. <laughs> Get league live today. <laughs> That's a freebie. Um, where are we? Uh, Todd H. Nineteen eighty-seven. Toto's one. He's a fucking OG too. So uh, mm. good to hear from you, mate. Thank fuck. What a kick from Caesar. We need to do so much work, but a wins a start. Mm. Cody Girdlestone. Credit where credit is due. That was a game-winning kick by Caesar. We didn't take our chances and paid the price at the end. There. Correct. Brisbane Broncos, 34, defeated the Newcastle Knights, 22 in Newcastle, just under 14,000 there on Saturday evening or afternoon, late afternoon. The uh, Broncos, 34, came from tries to Kahu, Roberts, Moga, Milford, Sims and Pearson. Kahu, 5 of 6 conversions. The Knights, 22, tries to Arcioni, Mataudia. Uh, Danny Levi, uh, Chanel, Mataudia. Gay Guy and uh, Hodkinson, 3 of 4 conversions. Mm-hmm. Well... If you had taken an alien or someone from America or, you know, or something, somewhere that they don't know shit about rugby league, and you sat them down and, and let them watch the first... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, sat them down to watch the first, yeah. first 45 minutes of this game mm. and said, one of these teams is looking for a top four position. One of these teams... Is, is probably going to run. History of the probably going to run last, and have done so for a couple of years now. Uh, are officially by numbers the worst team that this yep. sport has ever had. Yep, and uh, you know what? They would have said the Broncos were the fucking worst yeah. team, and Knights were the ones pushing for the top four. They looked fantastic in the early running of this game. It's been the story of the Knights. You know, the not not probably to this level, but they've had in most games this year patches where they have looked like, oh fuck, okay, it's starting to click. Yep. They're starting yep. to get together. Yep. Um, and I, I don't know what it was. Was it the the Wayne coming back to to survey the the salted earth that that mm-hmm. got them up for it? Who knows? Um, but you're right. They they looked like a team that would go on and challenge. Yep. You know. And to be fair, the Broncos hits. had some outs. I mean, the Broncos wasn't it wasn't baby Broncos by any stretch of the imagination, but it was you know potentially the most but depleted missing- that they've. They're missing Boyd. Yep. Um, they're missing Clappity Clap Clap. Yep. Um, who else? Yeah, Milford's first game back. Milford's first so game back, not, so yeah, you call him underdone, yeah. Um, who else were they missing? Others that I can't fucking place off the top of my head. I don't have a team list in front of me. Anyway. Um, but yeah, 100% right. The, the, the Knights, again, you know, cost themselves a lot of opportunities in the game. You look at the the couple of times that momentum swung, mm-hmm. um, and when you're going up against a very well drilled Wayne Bennett coach team, as the Broncos are, yep. um, 
if, if you've got 44% of the football and you're complaining at under 80%, you're going to do it tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Knights were good and took their chances when they came. Um, but then you have those Broncos, and, and it was probably the best example I've seen recently of winning is a habit and losing is a habit. There was a try the Broncos scored, and I can't remember which one it was, or even if it was one that went, that put them ahead. Might have been that first one in the second half when they scored like pretty quickly, first yep. you know, minute or couple of minutes. And I was just watching the Knights behind the post, and you could just tell that that was it. Yeah, that was the fucking game. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, like I, you know, I, I try not to feel too much remorse for a team like the Knights, or to, not remorse, but like pity. And but I was just like, man, these cats, look at them, they're fucking, they're so f- head fucked. Yeah. By by all these all this losing over the last couple of years, yep. that they can just talk themselves out of a game like that. Yeah, and you know things weren't perfect. They lost one third of their Metadia yep. contingent yep. early in the game, um, but they were pretty disciplined in terms of what they did. They only gave away three penalties. Yeah, which is a sensational effort again against a team that will hurt you if you march them up the field. Yep, um, but their handling and and what they did when they got into decent position, yep. just put them under too much pressure. And and again, it's going to take them a little while to be able to work themselves out of that headspace. So yep. again, plenty of positives if you're a Newcastle fan. And with some of the signings that you have next year, you know, some of those guys are on display. Okay. Night, so. Yep, yep. But... Still a tough season. I just can't see. I just can't see them making up the two games they need. I thought they like. They, it always feels like it's they're close. Yeah. yeah, it feels. It feels like they're close. But then you look at this game. and They still. You know. They. They weren't even close at the end. It, but they felt like at stages like this. They might have won this one. But it, it, like it almost feels like they're disjointed. Yeah. Like if they'd have played like they played against the Broncos, against the Tigers, might have been more of a yeah. They. Yeah. They almost. I'd almost say they win that game. Yep. You know, yep. So. Uh, life is a thigh day. Has anyone else noticed that Monger is basically a cardboard cutout in defence? He'll fit into the Knights just fine. <laughs> Oz, Dingo, Dan. I feel like the Knights are that close to putting together a solid 80 minutes and getting past someone. Who's it going to be, though? Warriors without Johnson. Well, they've got... They've got Warriors got without Roosters, Johnson, right? They've got Warriors. They've got Storm. They've got Sharks. So they've got one win. Warriors, Warriors without Johnson is probably the only one they've got they to crack off. They have St. George, they have Parramatta, and they have Canberra. The Knights. Yeah. Look, you know, yeah, you never know when you get it. I think they, yeah, I think they got one win out of what you just said. I'd, I'd love them to take out somebody like... Imagine beating a Storm. Wouldn't that be fucking something? No, I want them to beat either St. George or Parramatta. Yeah, to help you out. Yeah. Beat Storm, help me out. Yeah. <laughs> But it'll rugby league out though. Mm, this is like fool. I need someone to beat Melbourne for me. You can't hear what can't hear what you're saying down there. <laughs> <laughs> you're so far you're so far down the ladder, I can't hear what you're saying. Speak I'm in, up. I'm in the hipster section. <laughs> <laughs> the fashionably cool <laughs> of a of an outsider. <laughs> Fuck those squares on the ladder. Uh Oz Dingo Dan, I know we've done his tweet. Cruzy zero six. Ugly win, still on holiday mode, or maybe trying to save Brownie from keeping his job like we did Des. Hashtag charity points. Ooh, mate. I don't think you're saving anyone from... I'll tell you what. That tweet made no sense. I actually, saw a lot of fucking out. salt yeah. from Broncos fans that people were supporting the underdog. That's just fucking life, mate. Yeah. That's, that's the, that is that is life when you're the, the, the favourite. 
Doesn't matter who you fuck are. It's not believe me. It's not. It's not something that's just for the Broncos. Yeah, there are some fucking. I'm great sure there are people cheering the Warriors against Panthers too, and that was would have been the underdog situation. No, we had Nathan Cleary. The chin's just a fucking beacon. People cheering the Warriors to beat the Panthers. No, I'm pretty sure most people were. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure. No, that many people. You became, and you made Josh Robo. That that many people became spontaneously pregnant. That now two-thirds of Auckland in nine months will be Clearies. So they're all Panthers fans by default now. So, so what you're saying is that um, there'll be lots of clinics over <laughs> over the off-season um, with Bryce Cartwright <laughs> present. I just imagined like a Bryce Cartwright montage. Sweat band on, <laughs> running hacking into a, hacking into a side of beef with a coat hanger, just like doing his combination. He runs runs into my runs into the change room, grabs twelve coat hangers, runs out. <laughs> well, you see, no, you you see him like screwing like a Captain Hook screw screw on hand. <laughs> oh, and then it fits with, it fits with the whole fucking Neverland thing. Who, 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 who said it has to be the coach? He can be Captain Hook. Right at the end, he's holding up a prawn on the barbie. <gasps> oh, oh, fucking wow. tremendous! Um, like locking a like a yabby pump, like a, like he's pumping a shotgun. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like that Arnold Schwarzenegger, like you know, like gearing up, like putting the black face paint on his, under his eyes, <laughs> like gearing up for a mission. <laughs> Except it's not though; it's just KY. <laughs> he's got like, a, tact- a tactical vest on with coat hangers hanging out. Everybody. Lavy pumped down the back like the <laughs> fold up ones like you get in hotels. Oh, ugly scenes, yes. ugly scenes this week in league. What are you fucking doing? Um, um <laughs> fucking Broncos fans. They yeah. look cruisy you get a pass and there's some other great ones out there like our old friend Mr. Wars. Oh he's a great one, is he? <laughs> Actually no, I put you in this camp too, you fuckhead. Uh stop fucking living your life by what other people think of your team. Yeah. It's, it's no way to grow old. It's not. You give yourself a stroke. Yes. And then for go what? And coach Newcastle. <laughs> and then leave you your wife. Grab a gilf and then <laughs> go gilf shopping in, in, in the Hunter. <sighs> gilf shopping in the Hunter is too long to be a title. Um, <laughs> What's he doing though? Like, sure, at some age. Yeah. Like, looking at that woman is going to be like looking at your own scrotum. <laughs> He's look at him. He's an old fucking Mr. Burns looking motherfucker. Yeah. I mean he's like yeah, he's an older, you know, older, you know, att- attractive, you know, blonde blonde chick. He's just like, you know, yeah. His career prospects have fucking tumbled after they cancelled that Tales from the Crypt series. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Mm. Beer Boy one eight two. Speaking of people who need some justice. Dane Gay Guy would make a beautiful lady boy. He's got lovely features and eyes that look like they already have eyeliner on. And uh, shout out to Highway for uh, for basically quote tweeting this and saying, oh, this needs to be addressed. Because he, he didn't tweet it to us. He just tweeted it to the Knights and Brocco hashtag. But, um, Clevo, mate. Come on, son. <laughs> explain, ex- ex- explain yourself. I mean, you've, it's this feels like it's something you've thought through too much and do you have any other potential NRL lady boys or <laughs> anything you know yeah 
I'll be honest. I've never, I've never uh, considered that you know the ladyboy prospects for any players, and like uh, I have to look at gay guy more closely now because I'm not sure that. Can we can we all just put it on front street and say that we have considered Daniel Mortimer looking up at us? Oh yeah, obviously. You know, sexy yeah, okay, eyes. Good. I mean, he's you know, sexy eyes for fuck's sake. And just because of how sexy his eyes are, I think his lashes get overlooked a lot as well. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Oh, Titans thirty feet. <laughs> Please, but please. That tickle you just under your belly button when he blinked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you fucking high on Ventolin or what? Oh, I wish. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans 30 defeat the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks 10 <laughs> down at Hope Solo. And fuck me. I mean, we've got a lot of tweets about it. I can't name them all. But there was at least a half a dozen tweets about how moist Hope Solo was looking tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I might have thrown one of them in there, but... um. There was a lot, a lot. Every second tweet, though, it was a, a very wet evening down there, though. Hope drainage issues. It was reminiscent of that uh, Manly Newcastle game a couple of weeks ago, where it was raining so heavily, where it wasn't like normal TV rain, where you, they're playing and you think, "What's the fucking problem? Why are they dropping the ball yeah. all the time?" It yeah. was the rain you could see on the screen. It was that heavy. It was actually visible on the on on the telecast. And uh, God, fuck, being down there, but they reckon there was fourteen thousand three hundred thirty-three people down there. Uh, the, uh, the the polygraph has determined that is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. It, it, is the drainage really bad there, or was it just that torrential? It was just one of those situations where it was such a heavy... It just bucketed so much water in such a short amount of time that I don't think that it there was matter no where it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you see in the second half, when they came... I mean, it was, it was drained right away in the second half. Yeah. Okay. The first half, it was one of those... Those games when, when you're playing at school and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, you see the weather oh, yeah. and you see the oval, it's just like got pools of water. Yeah, you're like, mate, I'll be sliding 15 <laughs> metres per try. I'll be tremendous. <laughs> but when <laughs> professional game, no. I don't think they look forward to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, did did they have it half time? Did they bring out the hair dryers or? I don't know. Someone who was there can maybe tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. There's no yeah. one. There was no one there. Um, Bit of an ambush, this one. <sighs> Yeah, but Titans got a good record against the Sharkies of late. Um, so, the Titans 30 came from tries to Connie, a double to Taylor, Proctor Greenwood and Politoni with tries, Politoni revenge game try. Roberts, Tyron Roberts, three of five conversions. The Sharks 10 came from tries to Kurt, Capewell and uh, Fecky. Holmes, one of two conversions. My You're favourite right. part yeah. of this whole game yeah. was Ash Taylor's interview after it. <laughs> That's the one where he says, where he's like, oh, I'm really talented, we're really well, we've talented. Got, we've got lots of talents for rugby league, and we just love going throwing the ball around, so we're just really, you know, naturally talented, and that's what we do. Is he like South African or, or Kiwi? <laughs> no, he's from the Gold Coast. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> oh, he's high on ice. <laughs> Look, I tell you what, if he wasn't playing football... Yeah. He'd be really hoping that the NDIS covered whatever he has. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're saying at the start there was, a, there was a photograph on uh was it on League Live yes. on the on the the game report or yes. like on the on the, the thumbnail for the article. Yes. And yeah. Uh it wasn't quite effort face. No. It was a extra chromosome face. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Effort to feed yourself yoga. <laughs> Chocolatey pumpkin. Oh, oh fucking um yeah no so great performance from the Titans and despite the awful conditions it wasn't they weren't exactly playing one out football either they were no, not they at were all. they were 
quite expansive uh, under the circumstances and their handling, I don't know what the statistics were, but it felt like that their handling was really good under the, you know, some of the worst imaginable conditions. It, the, look, looking over um, the way the stats panned out, it was acceptable. Like they had yeah. eight errors for the whole game yep. and that that's, that's a level that you can get away with. But also, what's the what's the timing of them as well? Because the game did degenerate in the last sort of 10, 15 minutes, and that's when Cronulla scored all their points. Uh, yeah, the you know what I mean? Time. Like, it was 30, it was 30 uh, nil at that point, so maybe that's when it started to, you know, where yeah, a, a lot of them were. But what really impressed me with the Titans is how they kept turning up and their line speed was nice mm-hmm. and consistent yep. all, through the, all through the game. Cronulla have had that attitude for the majority of the season, and... And by their own admission, a lot of cases, they've played ugly, yep. but got the results. Yep. Um, and they do that by taking advantage of teams when they let the pressure off. Yeah, That's when they come back. And I just think the Gold Coast all night had that, don't let up, don't give them an inch. Yep. And it didn't look to me like the Sharks really had any plan to deal with that. I think they came into town... Realizing that, had this one yeah, penciled in or pen, penned and in as a as a two points. Worst case scenario, we'll just get Luke Lewis to run ninety meters four times. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as you know, he's pulled him out of jail the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but um, I'd like to see the Titans put this together a, a couple of times in a row. You know, they've had a really shitty time this year with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, most people know what that feels like for their club, but I think they've left it a little bit too late. To yep. be putting performances together like this, they're close enough. They're good enough, but they they're relying. You know, it's, it's a very clustered sort of area, and they are relying on other teams to yeah help them out. You know, yeah. Uh, but you know, again, the the fact that they've got Taylor that really is owning that team now, um, Jared Hayne, even though he's re-signed, looks to be happy where he is and in his yep. position, not having to take all of the runs and throw all of the passes. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I think injuries will be the story of their season. Okay, Paul Mack underscore 78. Just thought I'd remind Sharks fans that from our last three meetings, Cronulla have gone home with two and a half bags of dicks. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, as I was saying, like, you know, Manly have proven that, um, that Sharks are their bitches. And now the Sharks are actually the bitches of the Titans as well. And so I, I, I would dispute the premiership credentials of a side that is the bunny of one-eighth of the comp. Mm. Frankfurt. Yeah, so yeah. That is true. So digest that while you're munching on your bags. <laughs> Sharkies fans. <laughs> Hammers. Normally two wins against the Premiers is something to be celebrated, but against the softest Premiers in history it's just meh. <laughs> wow. Grasshopper four seven four, you've been quiet, Dave. Yeah, sharks are pretenders. Okay. Special K online. The loss we had the loss we needed to have or something. <laughs> Cruzy zero six. Hash hopes Solo Coliseum is really moist tonight. Hashtag gushing. Like a tweet with moist and gushing. You'd think like an algorithm on Twitter would just come in and just fucking suspend his account for that shit. I mean, that's like, that's uncalled for, man. Um, <clears throat> Sunday afternoon, Brookie, Mighty Manly Seagulls 28 to feed the West Tigers 16. And uh, this one, Seagulls 28 came from a tries to Sean Lane, a double to Matty Wright, Uate Pate and uh, Jakey Turbo with tries. Uh, three or four conversions to DCE and uh, a penalty goal as well. It's fucking fantastic goal kicking. Uh, Tiger 16 came from tries to Edwards, Masters and Luke Brooks. Lola Hea, two of three conversions. 
this was a game where they really did switch on and off. I mean, they started on absolute fire and intent and raced out to a, yeah. very, a very easy lead that was minimised by uh, poor goal kicking. And it was only 8-0 when, you know, I think if it had gone out to 12-0 at that point, it might have been a different sort of game. It might have been one of those games where they just kept piling on the pain. But um, having 8 versus 12 certainly gives hope because it's nearly one try away from being right back in it. Yep. And sure enough, the Tigers uh, got the, the softest of fucking soft tries. I mean, and it was led in by Frank Winterstein, um, who was recently re-signed for two years despite being largely useless, except in terms of defence, he's actually okay. But this time, he really made a lie out of that, um, letting an absolute fucking plotter in Joel Edwards score, <laughs> score a try and look like a genius. Um and that sort of buoyed the Tigers. Uh, they, they, they got a lucky, a, a lucky bounce for uh, a try for Luke Brooks as well um, off the post, uh, and the try for Masters as well was a freakish one of those ones where the ball just bounced straight up over, the, you know, too too high for a player to get to and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of lucky tries in there, but I mean they took a lead into into half time and they extended it uh, fairly, <coughs> fairly uh, smartish after uh, after half time as well. And at sixteen to eight, I mean they were they were looking pretty good and with all the running, uh, <clears throat> didn't take long. Um, once Manly were basically given a chance, they they got another try in which got them to two points away, and then then it's just one way traffic as they buried them. The fucking Uate. That try he scored. The solo. Oh, straight through the middle, in between uh, Woods and I can't remember who was the guy on the left-hand side of Uate, but Woods. Was it? Lazy, maybe Brooks? I don't know. But uh, lazy. It was a, It was someone smaller, but I can't remember yeah, who it was. Okay. But the lazy attempted fucking arm grab from Woods that was easily shook off by Uate. Yeah. And then he came through and one-on-one with Tedesco. And all day, you're like, okay, you, you got to pass it to you. I think DCE was coming in on his left. you got to, you know, draw and pass. But he's like, no, fuck this. Put on some footwork. Fucking yeah. snapped Tedesco's ankles, made him look it, stupid and just ran around on the post. Uh, just what a fucking buy he's turned into. And you can't really say it's a buy because it's like someone's... It's he like someone's given to you. Yeah, he's a, do- he's a donation. <laughs> but uh, we're not hardly paying for him. Um, but, oh, man, just just, uh, just tremendous. And that was the one that really um, broke the back of the of, of the Tigers because yeah. it was one of those ones where it's just like, oh, that you know. It, it's one of these funny things, and it's it's come more to light since the interchanges have reduced. Yeah. Is these prop forwards and, and a lot of second rowers as well. Yeah are now being judged on how many minutes they can play. Yep. You know, in, instead of going, well, okay, where are you least effective? Yep. They're judged on, well, okay, can you go 40 for me or can you go yeah. 60? Yep. And, you know, if, if Aaron Woods is making that sort of tackle attempt up the middle... Yep. You know, it's not even like it was broken field and no, he, he chased was, and missed. They had a set line. It was just, it was a quick play of the ball, but it was just, it was a reasonably set line, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. that... Um, and it's not—it's not something that's exclusive to the Tigers. No, it's just no. apparent here. Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know why more teams aren't exploiting it with, with yeah. guys up the middle. Yep. Cherry Evans with another one of those amazing 40-20s that I was speaking about the week before. Is something that Mitchell Pearce maybe should have tried to instead of kicking it down Slater's throat. Um, <laughs> Matty Wright scored this fucking the the put down on his uh, on his try. One of his tries was unbelievable, where he was completely airborne. Outside, outside yeah. line, and reached over and put the ball down. Um, just incredible. The the Tigers when they got a, when they got on top though. I mean, there was there was there was easy meters to be made down the middle. So I mean, that's something that needs to get uh, rectified. I'm not sure if it was just like the up tempo play and quick play the balls from the Tigers, or if it was just the fact that it was switch on switch off, and they were definitely in a switch off 
kind of uh, kind of mode at that Good time. Place, yeah. But there was just some there was just some shitty tackling up the middle. Um, Lane, I see that. Uh, look, oh, look, wishful thinking. I see Lewis Brown playing for Blacktown or whatever this week, and wishful thinking says, "Great, Sean Lane has cemented his place in the side, and that's the end of no. Brown." The the realist in me says that it's probably just one game for match fitness <laughs> before he comes back up yep. again. Um, but you know we live in hope because Lane has played what has he played three games now. He's scored two mm. tries. He's looked great. Uh, I'm like he's he seems to have you know when Ciro comes back you'd you would hope that Brown is the one to move aside. You know, but um, I'll tell you what, what a fucking year for for debutants or. More like it's more like it's not so much debutants. Think of think of a year for discards. Especially just just at Manly alone, Matthew Wright turned into a first choice goal kicker, uh, you know, replacing um, yeah. George when he's out. Sean Lane was uh, a gun in his you know the last you know six rounds of the season. He played for the Dogs, mm. signed for the Warriors, never did shit, never played yep. first grade. Came back over here, kills it. Um, Jackson Hastings. Uate, fucking Hastings, you're taking the piss. What are you taking the piss for? He was fucking unwanted at the at the Chooks. Yeah, I know, but he hasn't fucking done any major. He's been he's been great in in, in all the performances he's had for us, though. Not being shit can't be a criteria for being. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, take him off, but I mean, and, and you've you've yeah. still you've still got like you know oh, yeah, Lane, right? Uate. Um, there's going to be more. I'm you know I'm, yeah. I'm forgetting Curtis Sirinan. Um, so yeah. It's uh, it's been it's it, been great. It's a bit fucking Hollywood movie-ish, isn't it? It is. Look at the rejects. The team of destiny-ish. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like honestly, the the way the man the, the way the man they play at the moment. I mean, you'd have to say they're favourites to win the competition. I mean, I, I I cast my eye over the rest of the competition, and I I don't I I can't see the other fifteen sides. I can't even see I can't even see how any of them can even make the grand final. It might even be a forfeit. Have you got a bogey team? Look, I don't think so. Believe me, we can lose to anyone on the day. <laughs> I'll tell you what, look at this. Um, there's a team, you lost 16-8 to them. Game before that, you lost 16-12. Uh, game before that, you lost 36-6. Game before that, you lost 31-24. Game before that, you lost 11-10. Game before that, you lost 22-12. Game before that, you lost... 25-26. Game before that, you lost 38-26. Lost 25-26. <laughs> Game before that, you lost 24-4. Can you guess which team that is? Oh, I have a feeling you're talking about Penrith, but you fucking, you've fucking you misattributed a couple of those games there too. Oh, yeah, you won one of them, 26-25. <laughs> Look, the beautiful thing about the top eight final system is the team got to be in the top eight to fucking factor. Yeah, okay. And uh, you'll still like what, at least two points out. Close enough. You're looking over your shoulder. We're not looking over. <laughs> We're looking over our shoulder, at like you know, sharks. Or, you know, someone like that. <laughs> yeah, teams up the top. What you're comfortably flaccid, like Laurie, <laughs> looking over your shoulder at Andy Fafita. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we could do that, do that, and maintain our position, then yes, yes. <laughs> if we if we could stay up there without even trying. <laughs> then yeah, awesome. Um, look, it's a good win. I'd like them to play eighty minutes, and they're going to have to because there's yeah, there's a couple of games like yeah, there's some good testing games like the Storm and stuff coming up that uh will be a better signifier of where they are. The West Tigers are a, a fucking rabble. Yeah, they should be last, except the Knights are a bigger rabble. And um, 
you know, getting your two points is enough. Um, and you know, for the poor old West Tigers, Two once again they look like they were, they look like they were there to play. They look like they were there to have a chance, and unfortunately didn't work out that way. I've even got a Glenn comment though before you. Oh you know. no, please go for it. So I've I've done that you know that uh that hello decline my old friend picture and I've texted it to him. Yeah. And uh and he's saying that, that Jax is basically taken to sing that song to him every time someone mentions the Tigers. <laughs> and then I thought, wow, this is, you know, very philosophical and I was like I was trying to be nice and you know, look they tried you know, they, they tried hard and you know, they competed well for the you know, most of the thing. And then he's he's just gone, Okay. Didn't really say you know, he was very very philosophical about it and, and not firing up. Then the next morning at 6.54 a.m. I get a text. Also, having slept on it, how sad is it that you guys tried hard is about the best I can hope for for these cunts. Fuck those cunts. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've gone on to talk about uh, Woods, how Woods pretty much cost them the game, a 12-point turnaround. He stood lazily in the line yeah. to, to get a try disallowed for obstruction, and he was the one that led Uate through the line initially. And he said, yeah, him, Tedesco and Moses, Mitch and Isaac can all get fucked. We want to play finals football. Oh, really, cunt? Try playing like the best player on your team like you're being paid. Fucking cunts. <laughs> exactly what's wrong with the world today. I'm Glenn Blakely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good that the old Glenn finally came out. I had to coax him out, but he got there in the end. I'll tell you what. It, it is telling, though. Like, th- there's a couple of things that are known. 99 times out of 100, you're not going to get an obstruction penalty yep. anywhere outside of the 10, maybe the 20. Yeah, it's got because, to be really fucking blatant. Because players just drop. Yep. They surrender and they go, okay, no harm, no foul. Yep. Yep. Mm. That's their interpretation of it. However, if you walk through the line and stop in the defensive line... Yep. When a try is being scored, yep. you will always get pinged for it. Yeah. Always. Yep. He would have been better off to keep walking. If he had to keep going, there would have been a problem. Exactly. Because there was a guy that came across from the side That's that it. crashed straight into him as yep. well, so it made it look even worse. Exactly. But he just stands there. He's he's bigger than most of the guys on the field. Yeah. And then he then he exacerbates that by standing there with his arms up in the air like, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a Tigers so fan, I'm furious. So fucking frustrating. One thing you guys want to tidy up, though... Um, you missed tackles. Well, this is that. This is this is what happened in the middle in the middle of the yeah, game. Look at that. That's you exactly what you missed forty two tackles. Yep. Um, across the game, and the thing that saved you was that the Tigers made fourteen errors. Yeah. There. So every time you were missing tackles, they were knocking on. Yeah. But um, it, look, it's coming from your effort, guys. Looking around at you, getting guys like Appy topping your missed tackle count. Yeah. He's and probably the is he the highest tackler as well though. Uh, he does yeah. a fucking lot of work, and he's we're without him this week, so I'd be interested to see what happens in there. Yeah, look, he he made thirty nine tackles, and he missed seven. Yeah. However, a lot of those misses are when he's going to be there and make first contact. Yeah. And yeah. get bounced off. Yep. But stop a guy long enough for <coughs> yeah. for second and third defenders. So it's not not all bad news. He'd be a statistician these days. I mean, cause um, that, that's, that's the way it's going. Is that you know it's getting more granular like that. So, you know. Exactly. Well, it's pretty soon. It wouldn't surprise me if we're having, you know, effective and ineffective misses. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do, do you make contact? And yeah, because, I mean, it's like they come up with the effective tackle statistic based on, you know, obviously, you know, like attempts and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, to have, like, you know, the an ineffect, ineffective one, but it's... Or, or a missed tackle that actually turns out to be, like, you know, like a tackle assist or something, you know, for yeah, the guy that makes... You know. don't say tackle assist. <laughs> That'll become a fucking stat next. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day... It's still a better stat than that fucking 
running around meters per Seconds. fucking whatever that tells the shit from origin oh just atrocious okay we need a way to justify selecting Mitchell Pierce <laughs> and he tops the stat on that I mean you could just have like a fucking shit cunt graph and yeah yeah I just don't want to talk about that Mitchell Pierce cunt ever again we've used scientific methods to judge which players breath most smells of Wayne Pierce's penis <laughs> six years running Darius <laughs> <laughs> At on a daily bailus, Manly produce a completely indifferent performance, but still win by twelve points. West Tigers are a worthless club. Uh, the old egg council creeper started off shit, came decent for a brief period, then shut the bed. That match was the epitome of Tigers in decline. It was MJ Eagle twenty three. Jesus Christ, that wind. Uh, MJ Eagle twenty three. Unfortunately for the Tigers, they don't have the money Penrith have to sign someone like Henry Perinara. Super Grover four. Uh, hang on, people still refs faulting. Look, people are just uh, just merely merely keeping it in the zeitgeist that Henry Perinara is not a great ref, and not not just for future manly games, but for the good of all rugby league. See, we're not thinking of our own fucking nest; we're thinking about the good of the game. And that Perinara well, at needs least to be, be fucking honest and say that nobody <clears throat> in the Tigers had a Da Vinci inspired chin. <laughs> you know. That would have inspired mankind to greater discoveries of art, science, and he's got the Mona, the Mona Lisa chin. <laughs> In terms of the conifer real, <laughs> put, put it this way. Put it this way. If Tony Carroll yes fucked Brent Tate, that baby would go. Damn, that's a chin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And It'd be the Julius, like if twins came out of that union. And why does my mum have an ironing board down the back of her shirt? <laughs> uh, Super Grover 4. Tigers have stolen the Eels playbook, played footy for 50 minutes, then roll over. France, you put up a bigger fight in 1914. Oof. Hashtag Tigers in decline. Lynch Eels. A win's a win, but our tackling was poor. Need to stop the hand tackles if we're serious about top four. Agreed. Mm. And moving on to the final game of the round, uh, on Sunday afternoon, the North Queensland Cowboys 23 defeat the Rabbitohs 10 at Barlow Park in Cairns, just over 11,000 in attendance, good crowd, and the tries, 23 for the Cowboys, went to uh, Tamalolo, Felt, Hess and Granville, three or four conversions to Ethan Lowe and uh, Lockie Coote with the field goal, the Rabbitohs 10 came from tries to Cody Walker and Braden Burns with Adam Reynolds, one of two conversions. How fucking good did that ground look? Great, but more to the point... The Cowboys are actually a legitimate team now. Without Thurston. Without Thurston. Mm. So, fuck me, talk about uh, building for the future. Uh, old, uh, old mate, fucking... Any holes a goal. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Tamara, Tamari's obviously, you know, fantastic. But Morgan has, like, in terms of... What we are saying about Kieran Foran earlier... Morgan's the opposite of that. <laughs> like he's been dumped in a situation where the star has been has yep. gone down with an injury, and the team traditionally has fallen into shit. They and had he, every excuse to write this year off. Yeah, and but Morgan has uh, like the just the amount of responsibility he's taken for the the way that this side performs. Yep, and the the way he's taken charge is has been fucking impressive. Yeah, and they've they've are very astute to get Tamari along. They identified, you know, probably what was missing and uh, what they needed, and uh, he's working out great for them as well. And off the back of, like, you know, solid, you know, 
well, you know, more than solid, like Granville's great. And then you've got, you know, the advent of Hess coming on and Tamalolo obviously just beast like, you know, like, yeah. like he beasts always. It's, they're fucking, they're a legit side. I don't think they can win the comp, but I think that they can, you know, get into, you know, the last four in the finals. I think they're certainly capable of that. And who knows? Look, I, I think, you know, you, this year it seems to me that there's not a lot of teams that are massive standouts, you know, at, at this point of the yeah, season. Like the Storm, obviously, are one. Yeah, the, the Storm are. But if you remember this time last year, Cronulla yep. were going on their run. Yep. You know, they had their yeah, well, yeah. whatever, and they were happy about beating Newcastle and yep. made a print yep. to, to sell. Uh, I think the Cowboys, in a season where they could have finished 10th and no mm-hmm. one would have thought lesser yeah. of them, yep. they are the dark horse. And I'll yeah. say that because their season's been built on guys playing better than they should be. Yeah. Just by a little bit. Yep. And doing it consistently. Yep. You know, the they're not, they're not going to have Thurston there to bail them out of every situation and give them that effort and intensity lesson they need yep. to take them with him. But guys like Morgan, you're 100% right, has accepted the fact that he's not Thurston. Yep. And the team's accepted the fact that he's not Thurston. Yep. Um, so I think coming into finals time, the fact that they're playing very simple, very straightforward football, they've got options to attack across the field. They've got big, strong, mobile forwards that can score from close. Mm-hmm. And worse comes to worse, they've got some nice tall outside backs that can jump for kicks and yep. and earn repeat sets or, or tries. And like, I don't want to get too twisted because you know this it was the rabbits they were playing as well. Yeah, they Let's, were. But they were they were good. They're impressive. I'm putting it out there that the Cowboys are. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they can make the grand final. Hmm. But. I think that they can they can progress into like the second week of the finals, and uh, you know, which is you've got to say is far better, far better, than, far, yeah. far above the par that you would anticipate with Thurston being yeah, off yeah. the season. Again, you know, still, I, I don't know whether it was the humidity or whatever it was up in Cairns, um, pretty dropsy for yeah. periods of the game, both sides. Uh, but I think Souths are officially cooked for them to come into a game. Yeah. When their season was pretty much on the line, yep, yep, and to put together that sort of performance, surely there are a couple of Burgess boys. Like at, at what stage? At, at what stage do you say, okay, you, you're good. We're keeping you. You and you, you shit, fuck off. Yep. Um, are they a package deal? You know, if yeah. if the twins get punted, does that mean Sam cracks the shits and goes? Well, they Is did. It, I mean, they they didn't crack it when Luke. Went so, yeah, but he's, but he's like the yeah. sloth of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice guy, nice, nice, nice guy. Yeah. Loves chunk. <laughs> but you know, just the handling, yeah. and unfortunately, Sam had a pretty poor night with his handling as well. Oh, but yeah, he's, that's, that, yeah, that could be fucking any. You, you can yeah, be talking about any game this season. Historically, he's been better than his brothers. Yeah, but um, I mean, you know, th- this year they're all. You know, they like fucking flipper transplants or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, in in a time of the year when it's crucial to be taking every advantage, yeah, you know, they they can't be playing like that and expect to keep their spot in first grade. Yeah, you know, this uh, is a, a yeah. team that 
flogged the eventual premiers a couple of weeks ago. They say. You say. They, 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 the voices in your fucking head. <laughs> Michael Darren, 79. I wonder who Russell Crowe will bully out of the team next se- next preseason retreat. Perhaps, you know, several Burgi. Leroy Brown, 1978. Said, my wife, who's a Bunnies fan, is not happy at the moment, but fuck me, the Cowboys look good even without Thurston. Tamalolo is a beast. Mm. Indeed, he is. And this week, the uh, Doggy Storm Eels and Roosters all had buys. Okay, previews for the upcoming round. This one is uh, it's our first first uh, return to uh, non-origin full rounds. Um, buys are all done and dusted. Nice. The uh, Broncos take on the Doggies on Thursday night at Suncorp. So, yeah, it really is situation return to normal yeah. again. Uh, Broncos with a short turnaround, I suppose. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, yeah, I, oh, I don't see... The draw's, the draw's out of line. What the fuck? It's out of control. <laughs> The hardship that they're imposing on these football sides. <laughs> I don't see any way Canterbury win this game. I don't see any way that Canterbury get within the 13-plus betting yeah. bracket. Look, in saying that, when was it last year? Canterbury came out and had their one good well, game of this the season. Year, earlier this year, they fucking got them. Yeah. That's don't right. think it's going to happen again. Yeah, this I just can't can't see the it. business end, I can't see it either. I don't think the Broncos are going that great, to be honest, but, I mean, the dogs are... They're terrible. They're they're trying to get rid of their coach after their coach only just resigned earlier this year. Yeah. So they well, they they don't know how to kill a coach. What got- on the street is, and I've I've heard two different figures. Yep. But that Des resigning yep. is not necessarily a safety net. Okay. So it because mean- there was a clause in his contract. Okay. That any financial payout to him. Yeah. Will be capped at. I've heard half a mil, and I've heard a couple other figures a bit higher. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is, yeah, we're going to give you a contract extension. But, but if we punch you... If we punch you... You're only getting like, you know, yeah. six months or you know, so, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yes, but no, I don't think Brisbane have anything to worry about here. Yeah. Uh, they get some of their origin guys back. You know, Jill and Maguire come back. Um, Thiday back to the bench. The Doggies, they get, you know, they have, they have their guys back into the lineup from their last game. Um, origin, origin guys... Uh, there's real. I just don't understand. I just don't think there's any way possible that they can win the game. But if they did, oh, we'll laugh. The the only way they win this game is if they completed a hundred percent and their entire forward pack turn up, and you know Brisbane for some reason have an uncharacteristically dropsy night. Yep. The only way the dogs win this one is with a massive possession. Um, and even then, they'd only win by six points. Pissing down with rain would probably help out a lot, yeah, too. Yeah, true. The Roosters take on the Knights in the pub game, Friday night football. Mm. Look, I don't give a fuck what the, how valiant they've looked. The, the Knights have no chance. Not at all. Well, friend missing is a big, he's a big out for the Roosters. Let's, let's be real. Yet again, how, how is, the Knights are the fortuitous game for so many fucking teams this year. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Lost friend. No, it's okay. We got Newcastle. Interesting that this game will be the first appearance of uh, two dads in a Knights jersey. Ooh. Couldn't have timed it better. Destiny. I'm surprised that the Roosters... Oh, I guess they released him, didn't they? It wasn't yeah. like a transfer thing, so they couldn't put a clause in to say, yeah, you can go, but you, you know, yeah, can't pass. So, interesting to see how he goes. Um, uh, two dads revenge game. But uh, 
Well, instant, he, 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 you, you put him in, he's instantly the best player in their back line. <laughs> he's got to love that. He's just like walking around swinging his dick like, fucking, I'm the shit. Look at me, I'm the king of the club. Um, so, yeah, so roosters by billions. Uh, the Sharks take on the Rabbitohs at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Uh, this one is a more conventional-looking shark side with uh, Maloney returning after his rest um, for Feeder and Lewis back uh, in the starting lineup, And uh, Sigiara is still on the interchange bench. Still coming so, off the bench. I'm not... I'm not I mean, I don't mm. think New Brown's like, you know, I don't think, I don't think he's the answer. No, he's at the moment. I would, I would run, you know, Siggy for the fucking 80 minutes if I could, but... You think he'd at least kept up some sort of fitness... Yeah. Like, he's not going to be match fitness, but... No, no. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, this is a good opportunity for, for the Sharks to really get in and start their premiership defence in earnest. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a derailment with an ambush by the Titans last week. Yeah. And I think especially against this South team and how they play, uh, it'll be a good chance for them to get back into that grindy, earn your position on the field, work the territory then go out and look for points. So, yeah. um, South don't have... Uh, is Reynolds named? Yeah, yeah he's he in seven. Okay. Also, Farah's starting, and uh, this time Cook is on the bench, though. What the fuck is Madge thinking? Dropping Cook out. I mean, all these times when the when the Rabbits have started looking good after second after the second half commences and things like that, like Cook's coming on and there's speed and there's fast play yep. balls and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I just don't understand. Robbie Farrow's got that voodoo shit going on there, but there doesn't matter anyway. What they do, they're going to lose by heaps. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers take on the Titans, the Muddy Puddle, or Neverland. Neverland Ranch. No, Never, that's the wrong The Neverland, Neverland Ranch. Neverland. Blowing uh, bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, based on the fact... Moylan back in. Oh, One Nut's back in the hooker. Yeah. So Rain's... Rain's uh, He's Gornsky again. Look, as much as it pains me to say, yep. the ex-urban samurai mm-hmm. um, add a little bit of energy to that to the team when he was there. Um, oh, I think he was 100% dreaded by 100% of the Panthers fan base, yes. but I feel like he he exceeded expectations. He didn't completely fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think Wall can get a little bit of the Farrows about him sometimes. There's just that couple of seconds of fuck. What do I do after the ball's been played? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and teams will take advantage of that. In saying that, the last time we saw the Titans put in a really fantastic performance was when they knocked off Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, they put in a similar performance last week to knock off the other grand finalist. And the week after they got. And then fucked the week up. after they they were the Titans again. So yep. based on form. Look, this, this is a very important game because, I mean, both of this is like a... I wouldn't say it's an eliminator, but this is a match with two teams, you know, stuck in that jam. Yeah. Put it this way. Need Pen- the points. If Penrith lose this one, mm-hmm. their destiny is pretty much out of their hands. Yeah. As in, they find themselves in that position of having to rely on other teams losing. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, want to, fall more, you don't want to fall more than one game behind the pack. Correct. Uh, I think Panthers at home, surely. Um, the Canberra Raiders take on the Melbourne Storm. Down in Canberra in Canberra. Unfortunate Papali timing. gone. Two weeks. Unfortunate timing for Raiders. You know, finishing on a high last week, knocking off the Dragons. Now yep. all of a sudden they're uh, got Melbourne coming up to say yep. hello. 
Canberra and Canberra is probably not a thing for Melbourne. No, and it's the Melbourne, and it's the Melbourne Storm with uh, Slater, Cronk, Munster, Smith, <laughs> Chambers, and Glasby all back in the side. <laughs> so uh, the only chink in the armour there, of course, is young Tonema Pia, but uh, I'm sure they'll be able to no. cover him. Curtis Scott's there in the 19th. I can't uh, 19. I can't believe he's not named there already. Wouldn't surprise me if they swap him around. Yeah. Uh, Nate Miles in 16. Yeah, good on him. So uh, yeah, we'll see how he goes under Potatoes that system. Can dream. He'd probably be fucking man of the match. You know, <laughs> 300 metres. <laughs> 13 carries or some shit. <laughs> but we'll see. Look, the, I think the, the the Dragons are a very different proposition to the Storm. Yes. And uh, while the Raiders may have, found, may have taken something out of the epic golden point win, is it enough? Look, we've established that the Rugby League gods are fickle. Mm-hmm. I think there may be something in Canberra not winning games and their fans not understanding how to clap at the same time to the beat of a drum. Yeah. So. They're very sad. Yeah. Fucking political retards. uh, Atlanta United uh, in the the MLS soccer, they uh, they do the Viking clap thing. Yeah. And uh, it is fucking spectacular. And like eerie like you know because it's completely fucking time to perfection yeah uh, so and crowds they, can achieve it and they leave enough time between them for that silence to really yeah yeah like dun dun clap yeah nothing yeah it's fantastic okay uh, yeah Storm Storm will take this storm one Storm by um, a million why is why is Michael Oldfield a winger maybe a centre if that maybe fullback <laughs> why are you playing him off the bench Canberra what are you trying to cover? <laughs> Oldie was fast as fuck. I don't think Oldie's filled out in the last couple of years. I haven't seen him for a couple of years. I don't think he's filled out that much. You didn't see him earlier in the year? No. Yeah. Oh no, he's played. He played uh, for for the Raiders this year. Or did he? Or did he? Was he? A ch- uh, when did he change the Raiders? This year. Yeah. Fuck. Because I'm pretty sure he's played with them. But I mean, he, I think I'm pretty sure he was on the wing too, where he, like where he should be. Hmm. I don't think he's filled out. Like in the last couple of weeks, maybe he's been hitting the pies with fucking Coltrane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, where are we? Cowboys taking on the Warriors up there at thirteen hundred teeth on Saturday night. Look, no Sean Johnson, no chance. Away from home, tough road trip. Cowboys travel on beautifully. This will be a great confidence builder for the Cowboys. They're going to rack up a score here, and. Uh, Except they got Henry Perinara, so who fucking knows? <laughs> what kind of mood has he got? <laughs> Does he hate any of them? Who's who's bringing the paper bag? Who's bringing the paper bags? I don't know. I I am not sure, but he's just he can ruin the game just with his terribleness, though. Like yeah, without can. having an agenda, just just by just making mistakes and you know, blowing the whistle too much and that sort of thing. But I think nothing can save the Warriors here. Yeah, uh, the Dragons take on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles. Down there at uh, at Irony Irony Coliseum, what do we call it? the Irony Superdome? Superdome. Um, Aiken back is a good in for the Dragons. Yes, uh, they haven't been going that that great, to be perfectly honest. Um, Manly have some challenges with uh, with Appy Coruscant out this week, so um, I love I love Cameron Cullen, and it's great to see him getting some game time. Uh, Jackson Hastings comes back on, so obviously they'll be running with the two the the two guys interchanging there. I would say yeah. uh, Cullen and, and Hastings. Uh, no Lewis Brown, which is just wonderful news, and uh, Sean Lane starting. 
So look, I, th- I think that uh, Manly are travelling on pretty well at the moment, and uh, last week we were giving them enough of a scare just to, to you know a lesson in switching on and staying switched on. Uh, yeah, I think the Dragons are you know they're still a, 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 a challenging side to come up against, especially down there where we don't have the great record um, historically, which is kind of weird because it's not like it's it's not an imposing road trip or anything like that it's just weird how some it's quite pleasant lovely yeah. ocean views yeah you know exactly I mean it's like you know second second only to probably the central coast one in terms of like you know seaside yeah. you know nice maybe. stadium playing but maybe yeah. it is Twill Nation OG Aussie Blackwell being that fucking maybe. intimidating in the crowd with that fucking sour look on his face yeah. half the time <laughs> <laughs> He's like 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 the dude in um in in um Happy Gilmore that's like fucking sledging out like shooting McGavin. You know? Like he's just he's just he's just like throwing he's just throwing teams off their games and shit because they're just worried like they're like they just look they just glance over their peripheral vision and they go holy fuck that cunt's huge I don't wanna, I don't want to get on his wrong side. Have you kicked a forty twenty yet, Daly? <laughs> Garrett Whitham kicked one earlier in this game. And it's like they go oh that. Gee, that, uh, that that boy that that boy's got some size in him. I don't want to get on. His, I, I don't want to. I don't want to do anything good against the dragons to fucking get on his bad side. <laughs> but back in the old days, the dragons used to worry about old fucking neo-Nazi skull, yeah, <laughs> kicking, yeah, throwing some fucking rice in on you or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I think just based on form, Manly are in. Yep. too much of a good position at the moment. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Brian Kelly. I like Brad Parker in his side too. He's replacing Matty Wright. Goal kicking is an issue. I, we, I mean, if Cherry doesn't have his kicking boots, he was fantastic last week. I mean, kick some touchline ones, never looked like missing. Uh, but you know, you need to do it consistently because we, we yeah, we're, we're running out of kickers, yeah. and I don't want to win a game in multiples of four. Look, I think another couple of weeks. You know, you've got Vaughan with a little bit more fitness under him. Yep, you've got. Widow, you know, who's only fairly fresh back himself. Like yep. he's only a couple of games back. I think yep. this would be a different story, but I think uh, the way the teams stand now, Manly will be too good. The West Tigers take on the Parramatta Eels Sunday afternoon, Channel Nine game. With uh, with Little being out injured, and he was injured uh, midway through the first half, I think, in, uh, against Manly. I think uh, McKilrick is not a quality number nine for the West Tigers. Um, so Arso Sue was suspended for his uh, knee lift on uh, on Appy. I'm just trying to think of reasons why the West Tigers can compete, and I think they can against Parramatta because I'm still not a massive believer. But I, I think it's going to still going to be the same old story, though. They'll compete for a time, yeah, and until they until they're not. And uh, Mitch Moses revenge game. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe they'll run. Maybe it's a West Tigers revenge game, and they'll all run through him to pay him back for the fucking amount of tries he let through. Yeah, look, just looking across the two teams, um, I think Parramatta stand up for much longer than the Tigers do. They've got, they've got, they've dropped Edwards to the bench as well, so that's going to take a fucking shit, shitload of brain snaps off the field. I, you I think? did see an article in League Live. Uh, Edwards vows to reduce brain snaps. Yeah, <laughs> so, he says a lot of things. Um, but I think just the the form this season from guys like Brown, um, to who have really taken yep. that that gritty style of football Parramatta has been playing lately. Um, Takarangi still out in the centres, which yeah, I'm not sure he's a centre. 
I just, I really, I, I really don't like him as a player. I just don't like the way he looks. There's just something about you know, he just, he just, just gets me. He just gets on my wrong side before he does anything. He, he, he strikes me a little bit as a guy who's got a fair bit of ability and genetics, and maybe not a lot of determination and structure about him. Yeah. Um, and you know, as somebody with very little genetics and ability. <laughs> That's but with a fuckload that, of structure. That's my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> um, will, will the Origin team be picked on how many attempts at goals we've taken? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think Parramatta stand up and yeah. and the form that people like Gutho and French are in at the moment. Well, much like Newcastle, you can't you can't seriously pick the West Tigers. No. You know, in, in, in most situations, unless the team's crippled by injury or something well, like that, you know. Apparently, with uh, Crown Bet, you can, because they're even at $1.92. Why, though? I don't know. It's I don't understand. I mean, you've got Mao coming back for the Eels. Otherwise, <coughs> a, a settled lineup. They've got fucking brains. They've got brain explosion on the bench this time, so which hopefully mitigate some of the damage he can do to them. I... I don't. I mean, like I, I, I said earlier, I'm not convinced. By I'm not a believer in the eels like some. Tell you what, fucking crown bet. Yeah. Give us some money because a whole bunch of people have now gone and put their fucking house on the eels. full time for episode 264 thanks for listening everyone and thanks for listening and joining us joining us through the 2017 season we fucking uh this month is going to be uh it's going to we're going to break the all-time record again just quietly uh we you can interact with us on twitter so follow at twi league on facebook as well facebook.com forward slash this week in league uh itunes no new reviews this week so get on it those who haven't given us a review just hit us just, just check in sports and uh, sports and rec podcasts on iTunes, and you see fucks when the fucking X Factor thing was yeah. a thing. You don't even have to look for they don't have to, twenty even, reviews a week. They don't even have to look look for us in the store because we're always in the what's hot section. We're permanently number two in the what's hot section um, in the in the iTunes store. So it's, we're not hard to find. Throw us a review and a rating. Uh, we'll thank you for it later. We'll thank you for it at El Loco. Oof. Now. Uh, <laughs> 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 Supercoach The Wendells NZ underscore Magpie 54 Dingbats Ebenezer Rascals Lucky Punks Lamb of God Junior Mints Grey Ghost Sesame Timbers And Seaweed Steelers Are our top 10 And uh, Fuck It's still close It's like you know 20-30 points From the first and second So uh, It's going to be It looks like it's a shootout Between the Wendells And NZ what? underscore Magpie 54. Not that I'm anywhere near the top of any league, but there's been a couple of games this year where just stacking Panthers in my team's paid off. <laughs> I actually looked at my team for the first time in about six weeks because <laughs> I, I, because I, I consciously knew, oh yeah, Sean Johnson, he's going to have to go in. So <laughs> <laughs> bring in uh, yeah someone else. Tipping. Lynn, am I, am I winning? She's uh, still on top, tied with Macca. One point back Oof. to Norts, Kylie, Hebby underscore Nova, Terry G, Mad Dog, JB, all on 92. So we've got a massive eight people 
uh, within one point of the one point of the lead. Wow. Anyone can take it. And then one point back to uh, E underscore Rascals and Matthew Brella. So we're talking about the top ten. First to tenth is two games. So it's uh. Where's the fucking Ram and Robos? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Ram and Robos, he was he was always uh, up there in the Super Coach, but he's just I think he's in the he's in the ten to ten to twenty bracket. We've had mate. no Robo stories. For a long time. Oh my god! But I mean, I think I think he uh, after he sent through all those videos, I have to show walk you through all those videos. Was there a cave in or a prolapse? Or? No, just there's just uh, his 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 buddy, who's the massive fan of the show, has just de- developed. He got Snapchat and just developed a love for filters and just sent us the most outrageously <laughs> ridiculous Fantastic. shit. Oh, it's it's no, it's not. Okay, not not, not in the least. <laughs> but yeah. We'll take a look at that later. And uh, that's it. Thanks for joining us again. And uh, Just a quick one. Shout yeah. out to all the boys down at Holden at Rabina. Yeah? They give us the cars? No. Oh, that's a shame. But if you have a Holden and it's shit and yeah. need it to run better, they will yeah. fucking service that. So the lad's in the service department. Yeah. Down at Holden at Rabina. You ain't got a Holden. I know. <laughs> but it's, you know. Yeah, okay. Shout out. Cool. Keep them, lads. keep them Commodores hooning, whatever they do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of car person lingo, and I'm just like, I've got nothing. I drive them. They work. Three years later, I fuck them off and get another one. <laughs> it works. Mm. Yeah, take turns picking it. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'll pick it. But they, uh, no, they, they listen in the workshop. Excellent, boys. Well, I, you know, I hope you don't allow, allow customers with an earshot because, especially this week, I feel like it's been an especially, yeah, it's <laughs> especially heinous. So, uh, <laughs> apologies for your low customer satisfaction surveys. Hey, just if, as long as you, as long as they, you know, they they keep the fucking utes running. <laughs> Tell you what, if I turned into a service department and they were playing me on a show, I'd fucking mark them horribly. <laughs> you fucking idiots! What are you doing? <laughs> You get arrested for spontaneously masturbating at the, at the counter for a fucking gl- old, gl- old Glennis. She's like, "Sir, I just want, I just want you to give me the keys." I'm halfway through a sentence. The guy turns back around. Did you just call me a cunt? No, that was your fucking voice. Cunt. <laughs> smashing each other with tire irons, slamming motherfuckers in car doors. Yeah, it's all happening down there at Holden. Where, Rabina? At Rabina. Good job, fellas. Get it in there. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Later.